first of all, he doesn't get number 88 treatment. Like, we don't avoid saying that person's name. Yeah. So, therefore... Yeah. Fuck him. Be, be careful. Yeah. You, you almost all got you almost got me and Pat killed one time. So be, that shit was so just, funny. just be careful, all right? Hey, what? Be, be careful what you say. Superstar receiver. About yeah, just leave it at that. Oh, I don't even know who y'all are talking about the star, right now. The star man. Whoa. No, no. Whoa, what? Who? The star no. Man. No, he's just talking about Harvin. Don't worry. He's talking about Harvin. Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotta get my car washed later. Yep. Hey. Hey. Stop that. Harvin Harvin. You stop. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Harvin Marison. <laughs> hey, inside jokes are the best jokes. I, I, absolutely, I absolutely have no clue who you're talking about. And let's just get back to talking about, you know, inside let's, jokes let's, are the best let's, jokes. Let's get, let's get back to talking 30 about. 30 minutes later. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's get back to talking about less deadly matters. COVID like nineteen. COVID nineteen. <laughs> Something that won't maybe kill us. <laughs> we have at least a chance of survival with yeah, this. You're basically saying that Starman has caught more bodies than COVID. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo. No, I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> I'm coming that. Hey, you're way hey, too close. Talk, I did Starman. No, there's things we don't talk about here. You just said it. Y'all talking about car washes and bo- I don't know what we're happening. You dropped the bar. I, let, no, he said, let's, no, let's deadly, never, less deadly things. Yes. <laughs> yes. Less deadly things. Because y'all are tiptoeing to the edge of things that can get us killed. I don't know what those things are. Hey, anybody but I just know there's, there's, there's things around this area <laughs> that can get us into lots of trouble. Anyway, back to they tried to count us out but the black people have spoken what yeah we voted super tuesday baby and they wanted more weekend to take yes <laughs> Obviously, you didn't read your ballot. America's ballot. For tax assessor. <laughs> <laughs> we can take. Hosted by Call in the Air Daniel. Heads. It is tails. You ran. Back. Yeah. That wasn't even nah, in nah, the nah. air. Nah, me. Yeah. Nah. You you but lost. I'm, oh, I'm their main man. You just their man. <laughs> oh, he's a side. He's a side man. It is me. Oh, it, it, it is I. Man, man. Iron Man, man? Man, man. This is chaos incarnate. Dr. Lewis, the third baby. Not the third. Come on, man. Just one. Just one time. Just get it right once. Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy eccentric. Ah, man. Centrist <laughs> billionaire tycoon to my to my right is Daniel Davidson. To the right. Fellas, Paint a picture. Fellas. Paint a picture. Yeah. Describe the table in the viewer's mind. That's true. That fool <laughs> is Austin Brazina. Birdman. Oh man. <laughs> we also have the illustrious Thespian Poppy himself. Indeed. Thespian <laughs> man. Thespian man. As you Let's can go. see, I've, I've lost all control. I tried to do a Joe Biden joke. It didn't quite land. <laughs> it's, it's, hey. it's just like Biden. <laughs> this podcast ain't about control, man. This is not about control. It's about anarchy. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is anarchy. Speak. This is the Weekend to Take podcast where we take one topic or maybe three. Who knows what will happen this week? <laughs> and to steal it into its purest form. Purest. Give it back to you, essence. the listener. Alkaline. And now you have information. What they do? You, what they do? They go Triple out. They tell their friends. They pretend like they have. They have knowledge. Tell your friends but, about me. But really, it's our knowledge. But we making them look smart. You see. Do we get credit? Probably not. 
Probably not. Or get credit from somebody. But, you know, at least they listened and gave us they, they hard-earned time. Oh, they must have cashed. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I was actually... Premium for pay podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. Stitcher premium. <laughs> <laughs> get that paywall, baby. So this week, we, you know, we have a kind of a poo-poo platter of topics. They all kind of are around the NBA. An NBA buffet, if you will. It's the season. Mm-hmm. And so we will start with the... Uh, with the coronavirus, right, Austin? What are we doing? Uh, I thought we were going to throw it to uh, no, I'm throwing it to first take. This is what happens when you <laughs> only slightly produce your podcast correctly and forget how all the mechanics work. And I haven't hosted in a while, man. After hosting like Look, five straight weeks. You like, you know what? No. <laughs> no. No takes. It's nay on the takes. We're doing it different this time. I, Austin, I do as I please. <laughs> of course. Before we even tell you what we're talking about, which is, I've already felt that. We send it over to Thespian Poppy so he can he can give us his first take. And his first take is sponsored by. Daniel, who's it sponsored by? Money. Power. <laughs> Why do I do this to me? It's, it's like a recap of the first time. <laughs> it's basically what he said the first yeah, time. Right. <laughs> and I'm just learning that I cannot trust on my best friend to help me out well, in this I, world. I, from what I've been told, we, we have a slight adjustment to our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Well, it's hosted by J and D Charters. J and D. J and D Charters. Official Charters. What, is of the, what does the J stand for? The Na- Nashville Sound. What does the J stand for? The J stands for Nashville Jeff- Sound. And Memphis Grizzlies. Davis. So there's two people, Jefferson and Davis? No. <sighs> that doesn't make no sense. A man cannot have two first names. John well, Thomas Aloysius Booth and his brother. Well, did y'all did y'all know Jefferson the original? Davis. Did y'all know the original Jane Charter stood for John and Thomas? John Thomas Aloysius Booth and his brother, who is helping him out financially, Jefferson Davis wait, 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 Rampage so, Booth. So this, this dude's company is J and T. Charter. This is his first and last right. name. John and Thomas. It's, it's his first and middle name. Man, you are really late to these jokes. We have not really fit. No, we ain't doing this. <laughs> wait, wait, no, explain this to me. <laughs> They are giving us full money to do this, so we just go roll. Is his name John and Thomas? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What's, why, why is it JNT? John Thomas. Why did he be JT Charters? Yeah. Because it's, it's, t- it's catchy. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's catchy. I, you know what? This, this JV guy's got a better uh, business Jay- acumen. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to see Jay and Jay? Do you want to see John Thomas Aloysius Booth charters on the side of a bus? No. Nobody wants to see that. J and T charters is a whole lot easier to, to, you know. I just want to see Aloysius spelled out. So okay. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I don't even know how to spell that shit. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, know how to spell, I know how to spell Jefferson Davis Rampage Booth. I usually when it comes to the business, there's a J, there's an N, and there's like why, another why are you criti- like Why are you criticizing our sponsor on air? Look, what we fit to do is <laughs> all pub is good pub. Like, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna briefly explain that there's been a slight change and there and that J and T J T has taken on an additional Financial. So now it's back. So it's J N J and D. No, it's still J and T. J and T and J and D. But right. it, no, I think it's J and J and D T. It's gonna be so anyway. Terrell's first take sponsored by J and T Charters, baby. J and T Charters official charters of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, with help from JD Charters, official charters of national. With help from Rampage. Fine pre-owned automobiles. <laughs> Official automobiles of the Nashville Sound. Official dealership of the Nashville Sound. Ah, okay. 
Triple A affiliate to the Texas Rangers. It seems like we're good for them, but are they really good for us? Not now. Not after what you've done. You killed our business model, Daniel. And did my first take. So, I can get that real sound in Texas Rangers. How do you know what people know those two accounts? It's true. They're the AAA affiliate. They're the AAA affiliate to the Texas Rangers. I looked it up and it's true. Makes sense. I looked it up and it's true. We have to sponsors. A little Pico. You can't just take money from somebody you don't know. It's accurate. That being said, in my first take, which I'll be honest with you, I had originally only prepared for uh, to speak about fanless games. There you go. Um, That's all we got there. <laughs> in sports, like you don't got to see about anything you don't in want. In general. Uh, so uh, I, just real quick first take on that. Six, I'm not. We spent six goddamn minutes talking about the I, fucking I, fake sponsor. I, I, I think they appreciate that though. So now they understand. Yeah, now everybody's on the same page. Names and words. Don't know where also, now you're stepping on, on on first. Day. You already did it. You You stepped on it when I tried to throw it to him. What? We stepped on the sponsors. We yeah. stepped on yeah, it. Yeah. Grumble, 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 grumble. Back to Toronto. The point that I've been that I was gonna make about the fanless games is that let's be realistic. Most, you got two types of fans that watch the games on TV. All right. First of all, you got the people that watch the games just to see who the famous people are in the stands, and then you got the people that watch the games to actually watch the games. So guess what's gonna happen? The people that watch the games to see fans in the stands for specifically the famous ones. They're probably not going to watch. But guess what happens? They get replaced by the people that actually want to watch the sport that couldn't go to the game, so they actually had to watch it at home. So, therefore, ain't nothing going to happen to the NBA. Everything going to be fine. The real question is just going to be how long, if this ever happens, how long it's going to be the case. Because eventually, at some point, you have to get over the fact that, hey, guess what? People spread germs. I am not trying to downplay coronavirus slash COVID-19 or whatever you want to call it. Uh, the point that I'm making is, is that... Why you like it was a celebration? Huh? I just like the name, honestly. Austin awesome. has a t-shirt over it. COVID, yeah, COVID-19. Hashtag COVID. I actually thought COVID-19 is, you know, kind of, sounds kind of cool. But that being said... <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I if mean... Viruses were deadly, they're pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it's, you know, I mean, but it's just coronavirus sounds a lot more scary. So anyway, because <laughs> you feel like you can't yeah. drink coronas. Apparently, there's some stupid people that think that. Anyway, the point I'm making is that... <laughs> This is not going to really hurt the NBA because it's probably going to be a relatively short-lived thing. Um, I think, you know, people are eventually going to say as fans, we're going to we're willing to take the risk to go to these games if the NBA is willing to put the games on. I understand it's supposed to be about protecting the, the, the players and stuff like that. But the thing is, is the players don't seem to be horribly concerned with it. So therefore... If it happens, it might be a handful of games, but I really don't think it's going to be a long-term thing. So mm. that's kind of where what I feel about it. I actually, part of me is actually wanting to see like what it would look like, you know, to have a game like with no fans. And I want it to be like one of the biggest, like, like it's got to be like the Lakers. Like I got to see a Lakers game with nobody in the Staples Center. Like that would look pretty damn dope. Uh, that being said, it's probably going to be like when you go to your nieces or your nephews or your kids' basketball game. I mean... You know, it ain't really that many people in the little gym at the school anyway. So <laughs> that's probably what it's going to be like. Get over it. That's all I got to say about that. And so that was Terrell Huff's first take, sponsored by some dudes. J&T Charters and Rampage Fine 
pre-owned automobiles. There you go. Nice. Official sponsor of the Nashville they, Sounds. They, they fine. Triple A affiliate to the Texas Rangers. They can kill that guy. And the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Memphis Grizzlies. Good plug. Good plug. Good plug. <clears throat> so <laughs> back to doing hosting stuff. Yeah, man. Because I've been so successful thus far. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to kick it over to Austin so he can explain the topics for the week. Give us the rundown, if you will. The rundown. <laughs> Another movie that Christopher movie. Walken was in. Good movie. <laughs> Another movie with Christopher Walken. To, to peel back the veil, a, a good portion of our pre show meeting, which was not a pre show meeting. Yeah, like, was, meeting was just a discussion on movies and Christopher Walken. <laughs> we spent like 30 minutes talking about well, Lawrence we, Fishburne. Well, we, we're, we've been hella disorganized, and I must admit. I feel okay. no remorse. <laughs> I like the segue into it. I like the segue into it. I was like, what are you doing? I like the segue into it. <laughs> but yeah, so. So this segment is called The Rundown. The <laughs> Kick it to no, Austin. No, that's work, work in progress. We'll, we'll that sounds pretty good, right? That sounds pretty good. The Rundown. So this week. Or, or how about the what for? The what for? I'm going to tell him what, what for. Tell him what for. It's actually like that. That's pretty good. Right? That's pretty good. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> to ruin your podcast, but occasionally give you the one for <laughs> you know gives a one hand taste of the other. <laughs> what, have I, what have I? What agreement have I entered into? <laughs> All right. Anyway, awesome. Take it away. COVID nineteen, <laughs> coronavirus. Uh-huh. Oh God, panic. No, but basically, basically. That's, that's been the big topic. Yeah. And, and now it's, 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 it's pandemic. Y'all are taking a deadly virus as serious as I would like y'all. I'm trying, man, but I got two kids that always got snot in their nose. Like, I'm like, it's like if he dies, he dies. So it's been the big topic for a long, long time, but now it's starting to really hit the economy in a lot of different sectors and specifically the NBA. And that's why we're talking about it right now because the NBA has issued a warning to the teams and says, be prepared to play games without fans. We may have to kick fans out of the arenas for these games because the big problem right now with this early stages of this virus being an outbreak is that it spreads very fast and it has an incubation period of 14 days. So you don't always know that you're infected. And that's the big problem with this pandemic right now. You, you don't know exactly what's going on until you get sick. And it's like, ah, shit, how many people have I touched? And it's best to stay out of public area. So the NBA is preparing for it. The NBA is like, look, we're going to play games without fans if needed because we can't delay the season for this. And that's caused a couple mixed reactions. Some some players, most notably LeBron, have come out and said, nope, not going to happen. We do this for the fans. We're not playing games without fans. Mm-hmm. Some people don't think it's that big of a deal. Some people think it's a huge deal and they don't want people around. I know some players have already tweeted out, like, hey, make sure you're all washing your hands. I'm not signing autographs. Uh, I want to say maybe was it Spider who did that? Uh, Donovan Mitchell? I think Donovan Mitchell came out with that. I think so, and and I actually think that's that's fair. That's the interesting aspect of it is that the players are actually looking at it that way. Like you know, if we're listening to what's being you know told to people to help avoid or at least just be as safe as possible it's been wash your hands don't touch your face watch your contact with other people so on and so on and so on wash your hands yeah touch your face (laughs) (laughs) show me what you're (laughs) (laughs) he couldn't do it (laughs) y'all just see the look on Derek's face right now (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't make me hit you with the sanitizer. No, but but no, seriously though, they, they, it's funny because the common sense is coming from the players in this situation where you almost wouldn't expect that to be the case. You know, you expect these owners and executives to be out here like, well, we should do this, do that. But the players have been probably the most level-headed about it. It's like, look, we play the games for the fans, but we also need to take into consideration what you're supposed to be doing anyway, which y'all nasty asses when y'all ain't washing your hands in the bathroom. Um, if you your hands come back in America, <laughs> right? Stop. Which is very sad. Uh, but that means, I mean, that that makes sense to me. Is that the players are like, look, you know, and that's what I kind of alluded to earlier in my first take is like, if the players are going to be willing to go out there and play these games, and the fans are going to be willing to show up in these venues with seventeen, eighteen thousand people, nineteen thousand people, then you know what? You, you can't really, you know you can't really have a crossword towards that. It's like, it is what it is. People are going to show up. I mean, come on, man. People were pissed off about South by, South by Southwest being canceled, and you already got people threatening a riot if they can't cancel Fiesta over COVID-19. So, you know, that to me, when you consider 18,000 people in an NBA arena, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like that's a, a much smaller scale thing. So, you know, you kind of got to let – you know, you kind of got to let the, the, the cooler heads prevail in this situation. And you have to let the players and the executives figure out what's going to work. If play, if people want to go, go. But you ain't got to kick fans out of stadiums, man. That's well, stupid. I think the two the two big concerns are, and I want to throw it to y'all, but I just want to put a couple numbers out there. You don't want to throw it to anybody because you're not the host. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, right. I think a couple major guys. <laughs> so spiteful. Like, all right, well, uh, I'll, I'll do my thing and be quiet. <laughs> Hey, also, just makes this point and stop talking completely. <laughs> you like, I can't throw it I'm just gonna leave this on the table. What are y'all picking up? <laughs> like, all right, y'all got the equipment. All right, you But yeah, uh, I think two, the two main concerns are is really at the, the end of the day, it's the economic damage. How much yeah. damage is it gonna do for sure. people to stay home? Uh, in some sectors, it's not a big deal, but in other sectors like like entertainment, it is a big deal. This is going to cripple the movie economy for this year, especially in China. And with sports, it's already kind of causing some problems. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of fans being able to get out and go where they want to go, they're afraid to go where they want to go, and it's it's going to really really damage the economy. And the big fear is how much is too much. Like the reason why people are are kind of taking it more flippant is because it's not in itself a fatal disease. It's not like oh you've caught this you're going to die, but it's extremely deadly to people who are older right. and sick, and specifically people who are over sixty. Um, really, on, almost every fatality has been somebody who's over sixty years mm-hmm, old. Mm-hmm. So that's the main concern. So you know, it's, if you get, it's similar to the flu and, it right. is. and pneumonia. Pneumonia. Yeah, it's a respiratory infection, right. basically. Yeah. Um, well, I think so, what's strange though is uh, a lot of the uh, the children actually aren't. None of them have been have died from the virus. Or just nope. from the flu. Uh, I believe there's one fatality for under nineteen that's being reported. So it's so, kind of strange. Usually, like it's like the very old or the very yeah. young. Really, it's like people the very whose old immune right systems now. are still developing yeah. are still weak or have no. are, are on the other side and are. Starting to fail. Yeah. So that's the the big thing, and then the other thing that, that's worth mentioning is that projections are all over the place, but conservative projections seem to project that throughout the year, there you're looking at a possible million people infected with this disease, or not disease infection, um, and that in itself sounds scary, but you also kind of have to think in terms of well, it's kind of like the flu, mm. but it's also really fatal to older people. So this is this is a big, well, and there's no vaccine, issue. so it's like yeah. that's the other aspect yeah. of it because you know there's been some really ignorant. Uh, comparisons to the flu that I won't 
say who's making those ignorant, but I think y'all can put two and two together. He um, didn't know his grandpa died of the flu. We're talking about Donald fucking Trump. Okay. He well, said, <laughs> I didn't know people, no, I'm not going to let this off the hook. The man said, Look I, don't, I didn't know people died from the flu. His Look, fucking grandpa died from the flu. Look what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I've done. But there have been some very ignorant <laughs> comparisons to the flu, and it's like, hey, there's actually a... Um, yeah, there's a vaccine <laughs> for, for it. Now so, leave it on the table because uh, yeah. we can't throw it to nobody. <laughs> well, no, the, the thing about it's not obviously it's not the flu, but it is in some in some respects, right. um, it should be treated like sure. the flu in terms of right. you can prevent yourself not from getting the disease necessarily, but you can take steps that will right. lessen your chance of getting it and right. or lessen its effect on you, such as actually getting the flu vaccine, right? Uh, such as washing your hands regularly, like a Right, normal cleanly person, you know all those regular steps you take to prevent the flu. You yeah. can d- take those steps that, and it will help prevent this as well, um, and and lessen and lessen this damage and ravages on on you know your family and such. Yeah. So that's that's where it compares to the flu. It, obviously, it's it's much different from how it spreads. Um, it's much different from uh, how you know you can you, the flu. The symptoms they they pop up immediately. You get the yeah. flu, you know you have the flu. Right. You get this, like also saying. Could be 14 days later, yeah. all of a sudden you're showing symptoms. Now you've been going about your day, you've been going about your your, your work, and all of a sudden you've infected so many other more people mm-hmm. because you didn't know you had this. And so that's where it, it it's more damaging than the flu, and that's how it's spreading. It can spread more click, quickly than the flu. But, you know, there are some things to compare with the flu. It's just, it's not the flu. And you don't want to be flippant and be like, well, it's just the flu. Right. Because that's not exactly the that's not exactly the case. Right. Because you have to take all those other factors into consideration, vaccines and ways and, of and, avoiding. And Daniel it. got mad at me because I also said it was just the flu. Oh, but yeah. then I had to explain I had to explain what I meant. And he, he softened his take a little bit because right. he knew that I wasn't being a dick, but I was just trying to say people right. were freaking out, but you know, there's reasons. There's reasons to freak out, but there's you know it, within measure. That's what I. That's what always gets me about these epidemics. That when you freak out without a plan or without right. any kind of thought to what's going on, yeah. you just cause mass panic, right. and that makes things worse. But do you feel that there isn't a plan right now in terms of how people are, are acting? Because it seems well, like everybody has the same plan in terms. Because of, everybody's at the at the CVS buying up all the Robitussin. That well, ain't no Robitussin, ain't no <laughs> nothing <laughs> at the CVS. Uh, yeah, right now, people are kind of just mass put some panic, tussin on mass it. panicking. And I don't think they're mass panicking though, well, but I think there's like actual. Me, it reminds me of when they shorted the gas. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone went and got gas and shorted the gas. And yeah. So then we had no gas for real. Yeah, we got but like five it, cases of water and six gallons. And so like it reminds me of that kind of. That kind of panic where people yeah. aren't taking actual measured steps. Right. They're just like, oh, this seems like what I should do. Right. And I'm just like, I'm gonna buy all these masks when you know when doctors need these right. masks to, to to actually treat sick people. Not to mention the fact that the masks are actually to keep germs from getting to other people. Right. Once you already have like this idea so. that that it's gonna keep you from getting it when realistically it's it's actually. Doctors wear those masks because they don't want to get germs inside people's bodies while they're working on them or while they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why your doctor, when you go to your checkup, that's why your doctor doesn't wear a fucking mask. <laughs> he wears it. The doctors wear the masks when they're doing surgery and shit <laughs> because they're trying to, you, your body is open. They don't want to literally breathe or, nah, man, you know. It's to prevent blood from hitting their nostrils. Okay, maybe that's it. But the point I'm making is, though, is that that was something that, that but that's like a huge sore spot for me because it was so funny my wife has a lot of clients that are like in the medical field and 
she's and she's been told a couple of times this week by a couple of her clients that literally they can't get the supply of those things that they need because people are out buying them up. And she also said that um, I think one of her uh, clients worked in a dental office and I shit you not. People were stealing them when they would go out of the office for whatever reason, while the person, the person would steal with and they would come up missing because they were taking a handful of them and putting them in their pocket. So like this is stuff that's going on. And it's like, you know, the point of those things are actually to, you know, Daniel, your, your wife works at Dennis office. Did she experienced some of that? Is she it? had mentioned it. Oh, but okay. Just curious, I can ask yeah. her though. But. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, ask her for mass, Daniel. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm like, y'all want to buy The point of the matter being is that you can, you really can see what just a lack of education on this, on certain subjects and, this is something that has been a long time thing for us. I mean, we remember Ebola, we remember bird flu and all this other shit. Like, it's always been, although I have to admit, I don't recall the other, with those other things because they were, you know, considered to be, I guess, so to speak, worse than, you know, from a standpoint of like the bird flu was like, it was the flu, but, you know, it was. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, we were all too familiar with Ebola, for me and Daniel at least, because we had to read a book in our freshman year of school called The Hot Zone, which is about the Ebola breakout. Right. And it goes into graphic detail about what it does. I'm like, "Mm." exactly. You don't want that. But people didn't freak out about that. And the reason why, because is because the thought process was if you get that shit and it ain't no world for that like you shit out of luck so when nobody buying water when nobody buying up gas it was just like fuck it if we get Ebola we gonna die well it's all funny until somebody's vomiting red on a plane there was a a freak out about it it just wasn't well yeah it just wasn't the same but people realized that there was no planning or there was no contingency one one big difference is that this time America is one of the the hotbeds for it this time we're we're number three I think Italy I think is number one China is number two in terms of fatalities and we're three now like we're one of the the worst infected places although for us it's because we're stupid i mean it's yeah no you're not wrong but it's it's hard the reason why i think that the the general like cdc reaction to it has been like um hey like wash your fucking hands is because they know that they're not going to beat this so they're trying to mitigate as much as possible they're just trying to be like, look we got to keep people from just straight up dying from ignorance we got to help out as best we can and that's what's going on i think so to tie it into the nba the nba is like look if this is going to affect us we don't want to we don't want to have to run a risk of losing fans and being part of the problem and, and kind of go from there. Well, I kind of see it more of, yes, they kind of want to protect the fans, but also probably protect themselves as well. Because at some yeah. point when all this stuff is done and people get sick from like a certain location, there's going to be what? Lawsuits, ah, liability. That'd be so annoying. So right. say, say yeah. if someone goes to, they had South by Southwest still, and then I was there and like 100 people from there got sick. And it's like, oh, well, we all were there. So they can start doing lawsuits against them and stuff like that. So yeah. the really other side is more like mitigating in terms yeah. of what is going to hurt our brand or is going to hurt our company overall in terms of when the stuff is over and people want to get, you know, recover from it to get like reparations and yep. everything. And that's, it's unfortunate, but the NBA is in season. Yeah. <laughs> like they're the ones that have to take this right now. And honestly, like the main thing though is really these TV deals is why the games have to be played because yeah. like, Hey, we get most of our money from TV, not from people showing up to the stadiums. Like, yeah, that's a pretty good amount of money too. But at the end of the day though, we have these contracts to uphold. We can always refund the money to the, you know, season ticket holders, but the TV people, we don't want to give their money back, so. Oh, even then, like, just, I, I don't want to step on you one more time there, but, like, the money. You step on me every, no, I'm just All I want to do is host. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, can I live? On, on top of that, like, you got to think, though, the people who are working in the stadiums, they're going to be missing paychecks. Just straight up. They're not going to be able to work. 
So you think so? Out. I mean, well, I'm sure a good company would take care of them, but if, if otherwise, it's just mandatory time off. Well, if it was the NFL, we know they'd <laughs> But maybe but, but the NBA players, is a, a little less crash. They're, no, employees, they're yeah. employees of the AT&T <laughs> Center, though. They're not employees of the Spurs. In, in terms of San Antonio, uh, that's a good point. Antonio. So, like, those people are not going to have jobs. They're not going to have concession jobs, all that kind of shit. So, I don't know. It's, it's well, scary. I still feel like if you're the Spurs, you kind of you – Take that one on the chin and be like, ah, well. You know it's going to pop up when it's over. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, they didn't pay us anything. They sent us home and (laughs) we were kind (laughs) of. It always baffles me when people who make these tons of money don't just anticipate, like, the public backlash and just, like, you know. But then. Or just common decency. But at least. We're always talking about, especially our first couple episodes, we're always talking about how, if if not for common decency, at least anticipate the PR reputation. Just help yourselves out. (laughs) It was an old bit we lost, PR hindsight. We used to. (laughs) 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 We did used to have a PR hindsight bit that, you know, it's. It's strange that just they just never anticipate this kind of stuff. But the thing that interests me about this, and I wanted to get y'all's opinion on it, uh, was that I feel like the reason they can't move the season back, besides you brought up a good point that I hadn't thought about, which was the contract, the TV contracts, mm. is that the Olympics are this year too. Oh shit! And uh, and so if they if oh they shit, move the Olympics this, are gonna have to deal with if this. They move, <laughs> if they move this the the season back, they're gonna run into the Olympics where they also want to send their top athletes to go go play. Yeah. And who knows if they're if they're actually gonna even do that now because now the Olympics are gonna have to do this. The Olympics are in Japan, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. So and you know, Japan is taking this extremely seriously. Yeah, they, they closed schools two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, Japan so, yeah, don't play. Well, Japan's, you know, stones throw away from China. Yeah, so, but like, they don't play. They, they, if so anybody can put a big glass dome up over their countries, Japan to get that shit done in the next month. But it's sad. They built a GTR, damn it. They can build it. <laughs> they, they can put a whole but, bubble around their country. But, uh, this is a this is about this is a pretty big sports year. This is actually probably one of the worst years this could happen yeah. from a sports perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got because you, of course you got MLB coming back too, so they're gonna have to deal with this. Yep. The NFL it doesn't have to. Uh, you, the NFL's praying that this will have died down by the time their season starts in September. XFL started up this year. Yeah, the XFL started up this year, and now the NBA is right smack dab in the middle of their season. March Madness coming March up. March Madness is coming up. This is the 2020 a, Summer Olympics, sponsored not, by Lysol. Not only, not only is oh my God. <laughs> Why would you throw that dead fish right into my lap? And just so I'm just gonna pretend like I don't have a dead fish in my lap. And the slogan Lysol. Y- y'all need us. <laughs> you need us. So, but anyway, <laughs> this is not only the worst sports year this could probably happen, yeah. but the worst part of the calendar year that this could happen. Yeah. Uh, considering all the events that are coming up, the only thing comparable to it would be when all four seasons are in session at the same oh, time sure. in October. Yeah. yeah. But even then, you're not dealing with the Olympics. You're not dealing with college basketball. Right. You are dealing with college football. So that's the thing. But anyway, um, so this is a, about one of the worst times this could ever pop up. An epidemic like this could pop up from a sports perspective. Yeah, agreed. Are y'all surprised how strongly LeBron was coming out about? I don't, I don't want to play if the fans aren't there type deal. It yeah, kind of seemed a little, a little strange to me. But. I'm not shocked as far as who he is as a player or who he's been as a player. I'm not surprised by that. Um, I, um, I, I'd be curious to see how that actually works out if it comes to fruition. You know, mm-hmm. because it's like. You you think about a couple of things. He's LeBron James, so he's you know essentially the face of the NBA right now. So if LeBron James says no fans in the building means I'm not playing either, it's it's not like he's taking the stance based on a safety thing. He's taking the stance based on this is who we play for. Yeah. So well, that's what makes the stance 
weird to me almost yeah is because it's not a safety concern from him he's just basically bucking to kind of be fan guy which mm. is weird not that he shouldn't be fan guy because that's he's he's not wrong right that's who he plays for at the same time yeah well, that's what it yeah. seems like a brand move but it's a very dangerous brand move because let's let's be real lebron sets policy sure. like if lebron yeah, move yeah. if lebron moves the nba moves right because he is the most influential and the best basketball player of this generation. And exactly. he influences and he, a lot of players, too. If yeah. other players start following his lead, then... So if LeBron forward. says... And, and so it's a thing where you're not going to sue LeBron James if he doesn't come to the court. Well, you might you might be forced to. I don't know. Yeah. But you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, you a, want to set a, that example. That's a PR nightmare. Right. And so for LeBron to wield his power in that way, for what seems kind of just like a crass, like, hey, I love the fans kind of thing, at least that's well, what it seems like on its surface... That that is you know you know me I'm player politics guy but that's right. kind of taking it to a, a to a, a bit far. Well, so I don't I don't have an answer to this because I I don't know like time and time again I've tried to understand what LeBron thinks but I I just I don't really have any idea what the man thinks half the time. Like it ultimately does seem that he cares most about his brand and his image and just doing his thing. But he loves basketball. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here and say he's not a basketball guy. He loves the game. I don't want to say he doesn't love the game. So it's weird for me to sit there and say like well clearly this is a calculated move. Because at the end of the day, what is his message? Is his message people shouldn't be scared of coronavirus? That's what it's, it's coming off yeah. as. It's like, is yeah. that because you're yeah, I think it's ignorant being to kind that of way, what's yeah. going on yeah. in America? Or? I, it might have been just a, a little too candid a moment. He might have just overstepped and said what he was thinking without researching Because obviously like, it's going to be a weird experience being in there without any fans at all. So he probably was put off by that. But yeah. he probably, like you said, didn't take a step back and say, okay, well, what's the real reason why they're not there? Right. But would it be just, that weird? It'd be practice, basically. I mean... No, it's pretty like, it, I, but, well, 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 and I don't want to compare myself at all to an NBA athlete, but I've played it. I played in buildings that are empty. Right, uh, homes. You know, well, <laughs> I mean, we were. I was going to explain, and then you decided to take like random pop shots at a at a at a random high school that no one really. Knows. Oh random shit! Arrivals. Oh, was that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, anyway, in, in, in high school, you we we uh, for the North Side Independent School District where I played. My basketball they have two players play they have two venues and they're both like we're not good we weren't good when i was in high school uh so our stadium was empty so i just played in a hollowed out empty arena but it's now ball but you was balling <laughs> but, but it's weird because like you can hear everything you can hear the ball bounce yeah, yeah. like yeah. it's it's Unseemly. So I right. did. Like he's probably no. LeBron's probably not done that. <laughs> I can usually I can say since seventeen. Yeah, yeah. LeBron's been LeBron when he was seventeen. LeBron probably is since he was twelve. There's a reason I didn't <laughs> want to compare it to that because I don't think the stadiums are big enough for you to kind of really notice. Like it's it's a obviously it's a different feel, yeah. but it's not the same as having an empty whole arena. And obviously my arena isn't as big as LeBron's. But arena. for you though, when that happened, how how did you notice it the entire game, or when did you stop? Yeah, well, eventually it? once you kind of obviously you get in, yeah. you get going and then you start playing basketball. But for a while, and it's not like I'm not saying LeBron can't do it, or you know, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to make the point that oh, it's so hard that he should he shouldn't do it. I'm just saying it is unfun. (laughs) I will will say that all all this talent is gone. The fans give him the talent. (laughs) I have nobody without them. My shine, (laughs) it's gone. I I just will agree with him from the standpoint of like it's certainly not fun to play in an empty. Yeah, it'd be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. I mean, you also factor in it. I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, I know. And you just you sorry. One more thing, and you just lose your juice a little bit. You know. that, that's actually you what have I was to gonna get say. yourself going. That's which, what I was going like to say. Home court advantage type deal. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say, though, is that there 
are players that draw from crowd reaction. There are players that draw from even to an extent interaction with people that are in the crowd on the lower levels of the stadium and stuff like that. So I think, um, and besides, who's going to catch you when you go after that loose ball? I mean, shit. Nothing but them chairs. The yeah. chairs will catch you. I yeah. hope they would move the chairs right before they I personally would feel a lot safer if, if a middle-aged white woman was there to catch you <laughs> when I, as a six foot nine, 275-pound wow. athlete, would, came would, careening into the first and second would row. You feel, would you feel a lot safer if her husband then got extremely un- unhappy with you like what was that? What was that situation last year where someone went into the stands yeah, 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 and yeah. their husband like pushed up, pushed someone off? You talking about the OKC one? That was Russell, Was it OKC? Well, Russell got into it with two fans one and two years ago. Yeah, but he well, argued. Well, one of them was, but one of them dropped an N word. Somebody actually pushed. Yeah, that was Russell. Talking about someone went into the. Went into the stands, yeah, and, and they like, pushed the player. They pushed yeah. the player, and I was like, "Whoa, mm-hmm. dude, calm yeah. down!" It I think being, I remember. It ended up being like a Clippers part owner or something like that, right? It was something like that. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. It was. Was it the playoffs? He was somebody. It yeah. might have been a playoffs yeah, even. And he yeah. got he got kicked out of. The, uh, yeah, he can't go back to these games. Yeah. It was a Golden State because it couldn't have been Clippers. They weren't in playoffs. It was somewhere on but the West Coast. It was, yeah, no, they were in the playoffs. Might have been Portland. But no, it wasn't them. But yeah, it was West Coast though. It was somebody, and they got they got yeah they got he got banned. He couldn't come. Credentials revoked. Basically, it was a Clipper. It was a part owner of the Clippers. Well, I'm gonna look it up and yeah. y'all go off on your own tangent because I don't want to get because do I don't want to get, <laughs> get sued. I don't want to get sued. He didn't even say his name. Why is he? How do you get sued? I don't know. You know, you never know. Protect your liability. Protect the bag that we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, I think you know that that's a small you know to a smaller extent. I think that's also a, a reason why a lot of players may not want to play is because I think they really do kind of get a kick out of that crowd reaction when something pretty dope, you know, happens. I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's weird because I'm getting this mental picture of like all those black and white films from like the Celtics playing (laughs) and it never seemed like there was anybody in the stands. I know there were people in the stands, but when you look at those old videos, they always were just one camera and it was set on like one part of the court and you really couldn't see like the stadium because they didn't do cutaways to the stadium. It was just on the floor, and apparently, it was Bob Cousy running. And he was those, teams, those Celtics teams did have a hard time selling tickets because that was when Boston was at its most racist, and they were led by Bill Russell. So they did. That, they just, <laughs> so I people mean, didn't go a, to the game. It's a legitimate hey, problem. Bill Russell. The didn't more like you Boston know, for a while because I did not know that. I just thought that the camera angles was just fucked uh, up. But, <laughs> just, but to clean it up, it was actually a uh, one of the war- Warriors. Uh, oh. Oh, okay. One Mark, Mark Stevens. Now I have said his name because I know it's to be correct. He, pushed, for you. he put Kyle Lowry. Well, first of all, he Kyle don't. Lowry. Hey, hey, I'm hey. Own you, your first of all, he don't get. Oh, he's gonna own me. Hey, I hope hey. say something like that. Hey. First of all, he. <laughs> hey. First of all, he doesn't get number eighty-eight treatment. Like we don't avoid saying that person's name. Yeah. So therefore. Hey. Fuck him. Be, be careful. Yeah. You, are, you almost all got you almost got me and Pat killed one time. So be, that shit just, was so just funny. be careful, all right? Hey, what? Be, be careful what you say. Superstar receiver, man. About, just, just leave it at that. Oh, yes. I don't even know who y'all are talking about the star, right now. The star man. Whoa. No, no. Whoa, what? Who? The star no. man. No, he's just talking about Harvin. Don't worry. He's talking about Harvin. Har- okay. Yeah. Right. I gotta get my car washed later. Yep. Hey, hey, stop that. Harvin Marsh. Harvin Marison. Inside jokes are the best jokes. I absolutely, I absolutely have no clue who you're talking about. And let's just get back to talking about, you know. Inside let's, jokes let's, are the best let's jokes. Get, let's get back to talking 30 about. 30 minutes later. Shit. <laughs> let's get back to talking about less deadly matters. COVID-19. Like COVID-19. COVID-19. <laughs> 
something that won't maybe kill us. <laughs> we have at least a chance of survival with Jerry, this. You're basically saying that Starman has caught more bodies and yo, <laughs> yo, yo, no, I'm gonna cut that. I'm coming that. You're way hey, too close. Talk, I did Starman. There's things we don't talk about here. You just said it. Y'all talking about car washes and bo- I don't know what we're happening. You dropped the bar. I, Let, no, he said, less, no, less I've deadly, never, less deadly things. Yes. Yes. Less deadly things because y'all are tiptoeing to the edge of things that could get us killed. I don't know what those things are, hey, but I just know there's, there's, there's things around this area <laughs> that could get us into lots of trouble. Anyway, back to Austin. Please. Play this off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, one thing that I, I would lo- love to see, because we talked about it a little bit before, um, I think it was off air. We were talking about um, if this goes through and there are fanless games um, and they're broadcast. What is the audio going to be like? What the hell are we going to be listening to? And you're going to be hearing uncut players? And that doesn't seem like feasible at all. But at the same time, people have been wanting that for a long time. People have been wanting a league pass pass alternative, like the uncut, like on the the floor kind of footage. I'd watch it. NBA uncut. (laughs) I mean, well, you're not wrong because Showtime literally is branding their shit that now. NBA after dark. Yeah. Well, they call it Showtime Showtime, basketball. Showtime calls everything after dark. (laughs) Big big brother after dark. (laughs) Like, 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 y'all have any other thing besides after dark, after dark. But it's Showtime it's, basketball. It's naughty. <laughs> Watch the intro to it. It's like a two minute little stinger, and it's like the darkest fucking basketball imaginable. It's like they they called us losers. I'm like, damn, this, this is too much. It's got like boogie on there and shit. I'm like, all right, y'all got. I'm not gonna lie, darkest fucking basketball imaginable sounds like racism. <laughs> I mean, what? I guess, I guess, I guess. No whites allowed. What would, be, what would be the blackest basketball possible? Yeah, I was like, how is it? Peak Allen Iverson. <laughs> Anyway, what I'm saying is, I want the court. That's racist. (laughs) You did that time on the Off Track Race uh, podcast. Uh, but I want the audio to be like just just sneaker sounds, sneaker sounds, cussing, cussing. You hear the, them trying to bleep, and then all of a sudden you hear an empty an empty stadium. You hear everybody clap your hands, <laughs> and there's just like nothing. Now the bench being like, yeah. <laughs> somebody hits the free throw. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? I hope they can keep that man working. <laughs> keep the sound guy working, man. How would that work? Would they just try to keep the ambient noise to a minimum? I feel like that, that's the solution. You just I mean, they you, it, you, you, know, it, you just would only hear the commentators for the most part, and then yeah. <laughs> or, or they play, play like some like music. I would think they maybe. would play music. Yeah. yeah, they could probably. I mean, you know what's funny, and this is the sad part like, like, for the radio stuff, music. for like the radio stuff. They could maybe just have like a track in the background of like saying. fan noise. There like, you go. I mean, they could possibly do that. <laughs> that would be worse. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be corny, but yeah. it'd be funny. <laughs> Take us back to the days of radio. Like maybe there's some people that are pining for the. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! wait. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew I shouldn't. Have <laughs> Derek, get, a, get that star in there. Oh, oh, wait a minute! Oh, oh. Star in <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, Derek, Derek caught that star. Can, you, can you guys? Stop. You're gonna case, kill us. Yeah. Kill. <laughs> You're killing me. You're killing me. Awesome new topic. <laughs> I heard there was three today. I don't know. Oh, yeah, what, I lost yeah. control. Coronavirus was a big one. Coronavirus was a big one, of course. But there's some other shit that's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been a busy, busy NBA week. Busy, other shit. Booked and busy. Bu- <laughs> what? Booked 
and busy. Oh, Bucks and busy. Shit. I thought you said Bucks busy. That's what I wish. Bucks and busy. Bucks and busy. busy. I wish that was a story of my acting career. Bucks and busy. I don't think it's even a phrase. I mean, they're just making shit up. No, it really is an acting phrase. Bucks and busy is really actually a thing. Yeah. There you go. Like bad and bougie. Bad and bougie, yeah. That's where he got it from. Oh, God. What else did happen this week? I think some shit happened in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Some shit went down in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. They got rid of their head coach. The flat earther, that is Kyrie Irving, decided to... Is that how they refer to He it? deserves it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it, it is I, Flat Earth Kyrie. I just send it to you from the Flat Earth. One of the vice presidents of the Players Association. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Renowned Flat Earth Kyrie. <laughs> He's building a rocket right now as you speak. Respected, renowned Flat Earth Kyrie. Nah, you know, I mean, for the lack of better, I mean, he basically got his coach run. <laughs> Remember that coach? What's it? Atkinson? Kenny Atkinson. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is kind of... Kind of weird because last year he was like one of the rising stars because yeah. of what he Brooklyn, did. Well, well, he probably still is though. That's the problem. <laughs> so <laughs> the main, the main <laughs> point, that's the whole fucking point of this subject <laughs> is that they ran him and he probably is actually one of the best coaches in the fucking league right now. So Brooklyn was surprisingly what great. What are you doing, Sean Marks? They, they've, they've kind of turned everything around and then on top of that they signed Kyrie and, and yeah. KD and they, they just seem to be on the up. Right. Well, this offseason they also brought in DeAndre Jordan and DeAndre Jordan's like, hey, I'm going to go play with my friends. Well, KD's not playing. Kyrie's been in and out. I don't think he's going to play the rest of the season now, right? They said he's off for the season. So the two dudes he came to play with aren't there. So they're playing their youth. They're playing the young guys who, A. Their youth? You mean the 15 overall pick in the. Well, okay, well. Not just <laughs> him. No, no, no. It's not just him. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Let him, like, let him set it up. Yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's such an outlandish. They're playing, it's like, like they're playing some, I'm not talking oh, no, about no, no, Austin, no. but like they're playing some undrafted rookie who <laughs> I get a look at. Yeah, they're, they're, they're playing they like one of the best young centers we have in basketball. We about to bring the whole G League down here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, anyway, I'm sorry. No, I mean, it, it, basically it's how they're treating him. So I mean, it's what I know, it is. right? So the big points of contention seem to be that DeAndre's not starting because why would he? He's old and he, he has no reason to be playing. Yeah, what the fuck makes him think he's an idiot? Vacuum. If you really thought these two players were equal in a vacuum, which they're not, yeah, but bro. if you thought they were equal in a vacuum, you play not the young guy. All. Like it's a dead season. Get your young you guy. You think DeAndre want to kind of chill? Though, like, all right, well, bro, we hey, go. Austin says that, that but the Spurs somehow. Well, Spurs are in the neighborhood too. But even even like, let's say the worst case scenario. Let's just say they're like, you know what? We we don't give a shit. Like we're, we're we don't believe in uh, God. What's his name? I'm sorry, I forgot his name now. Jared I'm Allen. Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. We don't believe in Jared Allen. Like he's not our future. Play him. Get trade value. Yeah. Get rid of him. Like, it he, doesn't make any sense. He's not our future. It does, it, that's what I'm saying. None of it makes sense. It doesn't make sense if he was the future and they don't believe in him. Or it doesn't make sense that they don't think he's the future and they don't want to trade him. They're just going to sit him. So and, and are you saying you sense. don't believe in Ty Lue? That's, <laughs> that's who Kyrie wants, you know. He wants to bring in Ty Lue. You know what? They deserve Ty Lue. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> if they want Ty Lue, Bro, they Ty Lue, the, Ty the Lue. hottest commodity since forever for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's because he doesn't step in. <laughs> he lets him do what he wants. I do feel like yeah. Kind of smashing on Ty Lue for no reason right now, just because of just because he had LeBron and like he's really been able to coach LeBron besides besides Pat Riley back there, Spolstra. Well, then, other than that, you can't really to, coach to be LeBron. fair. To be fair, Eric Spolstra has proven well though. Like Pat Riley needed to back him up. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. But Eric Spolstra has proven that he's deserving of that coach. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, Eric Spolstra Ty Lue's got himself to that point. Yeah. You, happen, man. You, you, you don't know that because he's never really been in position. <laughs> Like he's, yeah, man, him and Jason Kidd, you know what I'm saying? He's only One. coached LeBron James, and that's it as a head coach. He's yeah. never had another job. 
So, I mean, so, but what we're saying though is to, to get rid of Kenny Atkinson, who's already shown he's a right. very good coach. Right. To oh, say, no, oh not, because I want Tyloo because he's gonna be better for us. I just thought y'all shitted on Tyloo a little bit too much. Y'all took it to a little extreme. I wouldn't have got rid of Kenny Atkinson for him. Look, either, my coach can't just, get stepped over after a three. All right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that shit right there, bro. You, hey, you stole my thunder because I was like, first of all, that motherfucker, that right there. Like I can't look I at the man the same after that. You were bashing off air. Brad Stevens. I was not bashing Brad Stevens. You were bashing him, saying he couldn't average a triple single. Because <laughs> he couldn't. He, he, a little bit of a teaser for <laughs> I'm just saying, so you've been bashing coaches too. I'm so not be been, I didn't bash Brad Stevens. down now. I feel like that's a gross mischaracterization of what I said we'll about see. Brad Stevens. But as we were saying, no. <laughs> as, we, as you know, I, I, I love Brad Stevens. He's like my favorite coach ever. It's like, fuck off. You know what? <laughs> Oh, sound really Stephen E right now. You know he's my closest friend. No man, that dude is Brad Stevens is a fantastic head coach. Everyone knows who knows me knows. But Brad Stevens couldn't shoot a basketball to save his life. He's no Steve Kerr. I just you know Tyloo is one of my family friends' cousins, so I'm gonna my family friends' relatives. So I'm gonna stick up for Tyloo because I think y'all doing him a little dirty right now. When all he's done is bring Cleveland this only championship. Thank you for that. So, so, so the question is, what, what is Brooklyn? What, what is what the fuck's gonna happen next year? Well, in Brooklyn? Before, we go, before we go there, do you think they got like a blessing from KD as well to do this? Because or is like Kyrie just calling all the shots because who the fuck? Knows? <laughs> he's like, this is my Wait, shit. Hey, KD's just like not playing, so he just doesn't care about what's going on. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's, well, just filming a, he's just filming shit in Brooklyn and like, oh shit, we fired our coach today. <laughs> like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> so maybe that hey, makes man, I hoop, You know, I'm saying, is, that's all I do. I which is hoop. worse though? I don't know which is worse. If it's if if, if this is truly Kyrie and KD are like they're just hanging out and they're like yeah this coach has got to go that's fucking terrible there's one that's demonstrably worse is that if you're a star player and person who's going to lead your basketball team and sign off on getting his head coach fired that's worse than if Kyrie and and Kevin flex a normal Mm -hmm. amount of NBA muscle and got their coach fired just because you you disagree with it doesn't mean that it's not something that happens in the NBA every day I don't want to say so it's like yeah one is demonstrably worse than if KD and Kyrie are already in some kind of power struggle no but the problem is we don't know if they're in a power struggle that's what I'm saying it's only worse if KD wants to be the guy and we haven't really seen any proof that KD wants to be this is his team he may just want to be there with Kyrie it might be DeAndre calling the shots we don't know (laughs) DeAndre I think Kyrie's a scapegoat and DeAndre's like hey I'm leaving if y'all, y'all get rid of Kenny. Well, first like, of all, I'd be like, really, DeAndre? That's fantastic. Get the fuck out of here. We know KD wants to be the guy. He just, do we? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, do he, he, didn't he see, wants to be loved. He, didn't, he wants to hoop. He didn't seem very happy with not being the guy in Golden State when, everyone, when everyone was like, man, this is Steph's team. He didn't see took but a very, he, That's because he was he getting them a, NBA he, Finals MVPs. He may be over it, though. Like, honestly, with the way KD goes through yeah, phases, I, he no, may be over it. He may just be like, look, I just want to hoop. Don't don't <laughs> conflate KD's, you know. I, I I respond to everything personality with I'm not an alpha type personality. Oh no, I'm not saying that. being the guy is it being the guy in terms of if you get all like the love and praise right. or being the guy calling all the shots behind the scenes. I don't that's know that he wants difference. to call the shots, but I damn well know he doesn't so want to. He doesn't want to have his head coach fired without his blessing. Right. Yeah. Like like he had to have signed off. Of separation yeah, here, you have to think he had to have signed and off on this. Maybe y'all think, y'all think he signed with the Nets because they had Kenny Atkinson. No, he probably didn't give a damn about the coach. That's my point. Like well, he, he, the reason he, they signed he, with the Nets is because they were on the come up. I mean, you would think Kenny Atkins had something to do with that. No, sure. really KD don't. don't give a damn. About <laughs> really, bro. He's he, like, hey, Katie this wanted is a spot to, to be. Katie you know, wanted to area. live in Brooklyn. Like LeBron, friends are coming. Like, like when LeBron went to go play for Luke Walton. Luke, LeBron didn't give a damn about Luke Walton. He knew Luke. <laughs> 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 
He just wanted to be in LA. Katie right. just wanted to be in New York. And well, since the Knicks suck, he's like, I'll be in Brooklyn. And, you know, Kenny Atkinson is now, unfortunately, getting the repercussions of what happens when two stars decide with you, not because of who you are, hey, but because of where you're stars. located. Yeah. Right. DeAndre Jordan is a... No, I, can't <laughs> I love DeAndre, too, but I can't even finish yeah, that. Yeah, get y'all to love me. Yeah, ain't him great, baby. Lakers win, by the way. <laughs> no, I won't give DeAndre Jordan any love. That's where I'll draw the line in it. He also wouldn't ain't him great, but he would ain't him, though. <laughs> Lakers beat the Clippers with, with fans in the stadium. Oh. Interesting. Live update. <laughs> there are still fans in stadiums around the league. Thank you, Terrell. You're welcome. <laughs> more, more news at nine. <laughs> so any more Jack ill advice takes you want to run off lost on play? I'm saying, look, KD. I don't, honestly, I would not put it past KD for this conversation. I mean, like Kyrie's like, look, man, uh, I don't think this coach is gonna work out for us. And KD's like, sure, man. Look, hey, yeah, like, don't be, don't be shocked. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, don't confuse KD. Not giving a damn about Kenny Atkinson. Right, with, right. With the idea that KD doesn't want to be the man. That's, That's right. not what we're no, saying. Though. There's different well, ways of being the man. Now. Don't be shocked if a Jason Kidd or somebody like oh, that Lord. ends up in Brooklyn. Um, it would not shock me at all if somebody like Jason Kidd or somebody is up from assistant coach to assistant coaches jumping around. Well, no, no, no. Like, I mean, I oh, could totally, I could totally see. Like, I know he was there as previously, man, but like so many times on one podcast, the but, man. But like, no, I, I, could, I, I could see that happening. I mean, just you know, his his previous ties to the team. I don't want to say the, the area, but the team. Um, and also, I mean, he's kind of you know, he's a Nets legend. You said that. I just wanted to reconfirm. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if that's going to get him a job in the next, but I just wanted to reestablish. He isn't. So what, what's the? Wait, wait. Hasn't, he's already coasting. He has. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. his, yeah. I forgot his, about his that. recent stint there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Didn't go too well. So I was like, <laughs> already done that, that might be the reason why he might not be able to get another job there because he's already been there. So the fans are terrible. No, wait, wait. How much? How much yeah. did Sean Marks have to do with this? Like, do you think Sean Marks? Wait, Sean Marks has to do with keeping his players happy. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, a lot. The speculations that it might have come from above his head, though. That's what I'm thinking. Like this, this has to be like a big problem. Like that's just all this can be. This just looks like the ownership has no control over the team at this point. I, 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 I mean, feel like it's standard NBA stuff, though. I won't say no control. It's like, like Derek is saying they want to keep their players happy, so owners like, hey, this is what like, they want. This, is what they want. It's this like, isn't good. Well, but like it's not. So the most recent, the most recent comparable would be when George Call got fired. I think when when George Call was basically no, the most running recent, thing. The most recent comparable I think would be when uh, David Black got fired. Well, yeah, and then that turned yeah. into Tyloo, and then they want a title. When so Luke like, Walton you know. got fired, I see, I see your David Blatt and race. You will Luke Walton. Oh, no. I'm saying specifically George Call was was the winningest coach that season, and yeah. they're like, yeah, you got to go, man. You don't, you've lost the locker room, and apparently he did lose the locker room, so it seemed to be the George right decision. Call, George Carl never met a locker room he couldn't lose. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's a true story, but it's one of those like something's been working here, but they they had a little bit more of an issue because like a they wasted Mello sort of, and they, like they had other problems going. And now they have Mike Malone handing out the mails, bro. <laughs> you, you can have it out. You can there have you it out. But that's what I'm saying. Like at that time, that makes more sense, though. This seems to be a coach doing his job, yeah. and he doesn't seem to have lost the locker well, room. But apparently, all of this is hinged on DeAndre not starting. I, there's got to be more, but like it doesn't seem like it. Well, yeah. I, I'm, I'll, I'll say probably like DeAndre not starting. Kyrie probably doesn't like him as a person or something. I heard maybe he. <laughs> I, I heard that Kenny didn't really like Kyrie too much. Shout so. out Brad Stevens. <laughs> he's not. He's not the first person to do that. Shout out. Yeah. So. Shout out Brad Stevens having to put up with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my also, favorite stories where he said Kyrie came in the locker room one day and he's like, "What does government mean to you?" And he's like, "The fuck you talking about, Kyrie?" <laughs> also, <laughs> also, like, also, bro, ain't got time. 
get your ass on the court. Get away with don't get out of here with that shit. <laughs> also, we can all understand <laughs> why, but let's also remember that doing his job is twenty nine and thirty four. So he's not exactly. It's not like they uh, fired George Carl. At least the by that comparison, yeah. George Carl was had one of the better records in the in the West. They were like the sixty. How record. good was his team? No, he was head coach of the year. He got fired head coach yeah, of the year. Yeah, because he got fired. Yeah, I know. Which is but, which was but how, good, how good was that? Same well, thing well, happened. Yeah, I did. Well, he has one of those Dwayne head Casey. He has yeah. one of those head coaches of the year that had just like, well, we all thought the Nuggets sucked, but now they're the sixth seed. So yay! So it was one of those mm-hmm. type of deals. How good have Kenny squads been? Kenny squad overachieved last year, and now they're probably either. I, don't, I have no clue how to measure Kenny squad. Not, again, I'm not saying Kenny deserved to be fired. I'm just saying it wasn't like Kyrie. they fired. <laughs> they fired David Blatt after he went to the fucking NBA finals. Well, right. well, that's, so like, that's what I'm saying like, because we've you know, seen crazier. Just right. imagine how Kenny felt when this before the season started. Like, oh man, we lit now. Our team was <laughs> overachieved last year. Oh, now we got KD this, Kyrie. This is a bad. About to have a, this, this is a bad break for Kenny for <laughs> he's sure. About to have an empire going. <laughs> he, he, he oh not, my god! He did he not. Kenny. And then he he had one person. Yeah, one person Kyrie. He's like, oh shit. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, you crazy. <laughs> If, K- if Kenny was in the background, like after all he heard about Kyrie and Boston, he's like, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> just resign D'Angelo. Like, hey, hey, this shit was supposed to be true, bro. I, I can do this. Just, just let it's me. like, look, we can't get KD unless we bring Kyrie in a home. No. <laughs> they're going to fire like, me. Uh, <laughs> guarantee he called Brad Stevens like, hey, what's the deal? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Kenny, I am so sorry. <laughs> Kenny's just crying. They're going to fire me. Why is it Brad returning my calls? <laughs> We got like, yeah, I'll lose my number, bro. Lose my number. You're not long for this world, Kenny. Or, or even worse, Brad actually talked up Kyrie before he signed with the Nets. He's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be amazing. And then he deleted his number and blocked him. Kenny at his condo right now, listening to Biggie, just mad. Like, uh. Brad, Brad set him up, y'all. Brad set him up. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what Brad's thinking, though. I, I must admit. <laughs> <laughs> this is chess, not checkers. <laughs> 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 he just gives a new cap. <laughs> I like this. I like this alternate timeline where the only thing the Celtics have to do anymore is just shit on Brooklyn. <laughs> like we, we started it with the KG train. <laughs> So yeah, and then the triple, triple, triple event. A third event happened this week. Triple event. trilogy. Derek's sort of king. This isn't. Is this no, your king? But this no, is Derek's sort of king. No, no, I will not let y'all already gonna shit on me. This is. <laughs> so Derek's dream squad starts first with no, it does not. Ty Lue as a coach, oh, and then Draymond. Oh, Draymond Green. At point. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Draymond Green Draymond connection, baby. Draymond Green has has taken some some. Uh, let's say he's taken umption with some stuff. Stop acting like I'm gonna come out here and be like, man, Draymond Green, best player ever. <laughs> stop, stop sending up that way. We'll get first of all, Draymond, Draymond with the shots fired at Charles Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley is routinely made fun of Draymond this right. season for averaging triple. But that's what Charles Barkley and Draymond does. finally said, I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> if only he said that. <laughs> I'm standing up to my bullet. I don't like bullet. I don't. Dray- hey, Draymond has done everything short to be like, yeah, but when we get that lottery pick this year, <laughs> <laughs> basically. So, so Draymond, a little, little candidly, is, is tired of it, basically. And he, right. he had an interview where he went on to say, as I pulled the quote here, and I apologize because I moved the quote before, Barkley should stop before I go take his job, though, because I can do that well, too. 
He already, can't take this man seriously. He, was, <laughs> he already didn't make enough money playing, so he needs that job. He should stop talking to me. I'd like to. I have a tendency wait, wait. to. All right. Now, I will admit, I didn't, I, I didn't hear it earlier, and I didn't hear see it when I read it. Oh, no, it's a full quote. He said, this, yeah. full quote. Okay, he yeah. said, he that went right. He said he needs the money. That he didn't make right. enough money playing, so that's why he's doing this job. That went right. Saying. Yeah. That went right. Low blow. Right, Low blow. He didn't have to hit that man I, in I have, the era. I have another, I have another third, third of that whole wait. statement that I now disagree with. Hey, on your heel. You're going to die on this one thing you don't do to, to an old, one thing you don't do to a legendary NBA player is hit him in the air. You don't you don't hit him in the air. You don't you don't go at like Bill Russell or somebody like that and be like, hey, I got a two hundred forty million dollar contract. What did you have? Racism? <laughs> 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 Yeah, that was like that was a weird shot. That's a weird flex, but our hey, hey, you played before T you played before T V contract. Right. That's his contract for me. But also but also it's another weird flex because what he did. At least at least Bill Russell like isn't like he's obviously well off, but he's not obscenely rich. Right. Charles Barley got enough money for everybody. Like Shut up, Chuck. He's donating uh that oh fuck, I forgot the exact thing, but he's donating that entire thing to build public school. Like on the heels, on the heels yeah, of this, right. Draymond, come on, man. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah, like that hey, was man. just dumb. Like that was that. He, he went on to say, yeah, "You no, crocheted without without hitting." He went on to say, "You should stop talking to me." Thing, baby. I like to. I have a tendency to end people, so he should stop before I take his job. Then he went on to say, "Track record." In? If he keeps talking, oh, well, yeah, what is the chat? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I, I, I want to hey. know what the. I hey. know what the trailer buys. Yeah, Show me the goddamn receipts. I want to see them. Like who? Who's been ended? I took Kevin Hart. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, maybe. I, <laughs> if he keeps talking, I'll take it soon, sooner than he thinks, which is a weird threat. Because <laughs> in other words, he's saying, I'm going to be out this league. I could be out this league next month, and I could be <laughs> on TNT. But tell me Draymond Green isn't petty enough to retire just to take some of the job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and tell me TNT, hey, TNT petty it. enough to let that shit happen, too. School. <laughs> Still, he should probably be quiet. He also can't talk basketball with me either. Not smart enough. Not qualified. No rings can't sit at this table. Oh. End quote. Rings. <laughs> rings, <laughs> Calvin. Rings. Now, so, now, so now it's like, it, what is this, like an Auburn versus Michigan State thing? <laughs> Talking about he ain't smart enough? Like, um, I don't understand. I, that's more thought than Draymond put in this quote. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, obviously, because that's the first thing I thought when he said not smart enough to sit at this table. That would have been, like, been a much better quote if he's like, <laughs> he's like, he ain't smart enough. He went to Auburn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, like, oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't know it was like that. Draymond. I went to <laughs> Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> better <Esteemed> quote. high <laughs> education facility. <laughs> I will not be besmirched. Why is he a liberal arts professor? <laughs> <laughs> I will not be besmirched. The South shall not rise again. We will not have it. We will not have it. We have washed from the mountain. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> <laughs> Since your basketball facilities have been overseen by fools who scoffs at. Oh wait, no, that's tradition. <laughs> I scoff at tradition. Hold on to tradition. We will not have it. We will not have it. No, you don't sit your mbaku ass down. So since we all seem in agreement that Draymond's retarded, all right, that's the second time I've done that. Second time I've done that. Second time I've done that. Come on, man. Hey. I have to start. Can't do it. I can't do it. I'm That's sorry. special needs. He's I'll, working on it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress. But you know, since, he knows when he says. Since, since we all since we all agree though, Draymond's out of line here. 
Yeah, he's mad. Out let's let's talk about what Derek said before all this. Do we all agree, Derek? Do we agree? <laughs> I mean, with the, Derek said, and I quit. With the additional quote that I said, <laughs> y'all made sure, even though y'all like, oh, pull up the whole quote. Y'all made sure not to pull up the whole quote the first time. Welcome to debate. <laughs> <laughs> when I now read you it, change the whole complexity yeah. of my shit. Now, when, 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 when I read it, your wife. when I read it, <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> When I read it, y'all gave me 50, I agreed with 50% of it. <laughs> now, there's a whole other To be fair, thing. you said, I know the quote. I heard the quote. Because the quote was the quote that he read to me before the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so y'all knew that part existed? No, that's the first time I heard it when he said it. Okay. <laughs> no, I knew that shit existed. I just thought it was funny. Y'all, y'all trying to set me up. I won't have it. Ah, bro. I have watched from the mountain. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, I'm 44, so I forgot half of that shit, but I recall it now. <laughs> I'm surprised in the middle of the segment you didn't say, hey, weird flex, but me and Draymond used to talk to the... No, one time me, Draymond, and Charles... No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't have I had to think about it for a second. No, I don't one time me, Draymond, and Charles no. played golf because no. I drove them to the... And that's when no. the beef started. What? <laughs> I had to think about it for a second, but no, I don't, I don't have a weird flex on that one. That's another segment we should have. <laughs> Terrell helps weird flex. Weird flex. <laughs> 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 No, nah, because I'd run out in like six weeks. But now that, I, well, now that I've gone from disagreeing and from agreeing with fifty percent of the quote to now agreeing with thirty three percent of the quote, well, let's just focus on the part you agree with. Okay, because uh, I think it's out of pocket entirely. But if you say so, what do you what do you agree with? I'm not gonna. You, you, I'll make y'all case. You already said you, said you said you agree that, that Charles Barkley can't think, talk basketball as well. As is, is, I think that Draymond is a smarter, more analytical mind. That's not what it said though. He when said it comes Charles to that, smarter to talk basketball with him. Yeah. So you think that if they get a re- charge not smart to talk basketball with Draymond Green? Sure. <laughs> I wasn't. I was y'all, y'all are really breaking it down to this most minuscule level. But that's, that's not what I said. What that's I, what he what said. We, what I said that I agreed with is that he's a smarter basketball player and he's a more. Sm- that's not what he said though. But what I, what y'all been arguing with me about though? I don't care what the fuck you're he said. No, you no, said. No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> care what y'all think y'all arguing. So you don't care what, what, what y'all got mad at me earlier was. I agree <laughs> that he is a smarter basketball mind than Charles Barkley, and y'all chose to no, argue. No, no, no. Y'all chose to argue. You said that Charles points. wasn't a smart basketball mind. I agree. Terrell, no, I do. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about before the. Let's be extremely clear about the offense at its peak. That if we're talking about just basketball mind, we have to be really, really honest about what Charles Barkley did as a player and what Draymond does as a player. And when you look at the peak of their careers, which, I mean, it may have been a little bit earlier for Draymond because he was a little bit earlier in his career when he really, really hit his stride. But that being said, if you look at what he did in that offense with the players around him and how complicated that offense is is supposed to be, according to what players have said, I would agree that he is likely, from a cerebral standpoint, he's probably, you know, a more mentally... You know, he's a smarter player from a basketball standpoint. But Charles Barkley has never, like, gone out and touted his basketball IQ. Yeah. Charles Barkley has always been brute strength. And, I mean, come on, man. I mean, even later in his career when he was shooting threes and shit like that, like, that you could tell them shits was ill-advised. Like, Charles <laughs> Barkley. So, like, we all know that. Hold on. Because I have two, I have two but, direct but, rebuttals. But, but the reason you can tell Draymond's a smart player, though, is because he's undersized, but still he can do what he does well, right. yeah. But also, the same thing for Charles Barkley. Yeah, he was so no, effective. No, no, he wasn't no, just, like, throwing no, people around like no, Zion no, or something. No, 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 no. Well, no, I mean, wait, but essentially wait, he wait, was. Wait, 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 w
you know, off of hustle and yeah. and and That's I'm gonna Draymond's career. and I'm going to out jump you and, and I, I, where to I, be for I'm going to be Draymond was speedy. the point guard okay. in that offense. Right, so like, you really want to believe that offense had no point. Guard. So hold on, I have two Charles, direct rebuttals. Charles, y'all okay, trying to make Charles is some no, 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 because I'm gonna get to that right now. I have two direct rebuttals, but one little caveat. And I'll start with the caveat. The caveat is I would never say that Charles is not more mentally sharp than Draymond Green, at least in terms of a basketball court. I would, I would 100% agree with that. The Draymond is mentally sharper on the court. But there's two big caveats to that, or two big rebuttals I have. One, it's easy to learn the offense more when the offense isn't built around you. Charles always had the ball because Charles is worth having the ball. Draymond had to learn his role in the offense. That's not, so that's or he wasn't a play. Wait, wait, wait. That's but, not but easier. That's saw, just, wait. No, no, no. no I'm not saying it's easier. that offense at its peak 2015 okay. or so? That is exactly no, I, what Draymond okay, was. But no, no, and that's ran to Draymond's him. credit. But that doesn't mean Chuck doesn't know basketball just because I'm he didn't have to do I'm not saying he doesn't that. know basketball. Yeah. I'm saying if right. you think about the way those two played, Draymond was the linchpin of that entire offense. Like It was like Draymond would have the ball. He would I, initiate okay. the offense. And my point is he yeah. had to do that for them to be successful. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's not doing the same thing now without the players with him now. Hold on, because I don't want to detract from Draymond's greatness. Because I am saying it. From an X's and O standpoint, Charles Barkley is an inferior basketball player. From an X's and O standpoint. Why? Because he he played iso ball basketball, which is not... Okay, I'm not arguing with you about if he's the best basketball player. I'm arguing if he's smarter at basketball. But you're saying because because Draymond either can't do that or because Charles never was in the system to actually be able to... Listen to Charles Barkley speak about basketball for 30 fucking years. And he sounds like a dumbass. And he's never ever... And he sounds like a dumbass. Kenny also played in the iso ball era. I would never say that Kenny couldn't talk basketball with Draymond Green. Because Kenny had to find his lane. Kenny did... Played the same Kenny knew basketball. what the hell he the, was the doing. The offenses that Kenny ran are not the same as the offenses that they run in today's NBA. Okay. But he has adapted his mindset to the modern NBA in a way that Charles Barkley has never dreamed of doing because he, frankly, he doesn't have to because he's joke guy who just gets right. to sit and tell jokes with Charles Barkley. And that's all I said. And y'all trying to act like I'm rewriting, I'm rewriting the reel of what Charles Barkley. But you rewrite what, hold on, hold on. what we're talking but, about but before the entire, the entire I premise. said that Draymond Green is a smarter basketball mind. Yes. Than Charles Barkley. And so we were arguing so that, that you table. said that Can I that no. Charles wasn't smart enough <laughs> to talk basketball with Draymond. Imagine and she I, was right. And I understand why that. So that's so what we're talking about then. We're trying to get back to the topic. But every time I no, because every time I try to do the subject, he's like, Charles was in an offense that I was focused on. That has nothing to do with basketball smart. Yes, it does. So no, it does. well, uh, Charles Barkley did not no. facilitate drop, drop, offense. Drop, drop, Charles Barkley so, was so, the so, offense. So, as someone who actually had to run an right. offense in high school, I know the difference. So this between is what Yeah. Well, no, you made me go no, there. No, no, no. Because, so what right. you said is you wish you were seven feet tall and could dunk and run. Because I'm the only one up between offenses. How? Because I actually ran them, and I know when an high school So you're telling me Charles Barkley hasn't watched basketball for 30 fucking years. I'm telling you, Charles Barkley looks at basketball and is like, man, why don't they just dunk on people like I used to? That's the only point I'm making. They shit like that every week. To me, to me, there is a difference between a facilitator of offense on a team, and yes, he had a lot of ta- he. There was a lot of talent on that team, and you, I agree with with uh, Daniel to an extent because you were talking about well, look what he's doing now with no talent. I get you. 
it, you're going to get a lot of assists and you're going to get a lot of rebounds and stuff when your shots are up and when you're with guys that make a lot of shots. You're going to those stats are going to help themselves. I get it. But he was notoriously the facilitator. A lot of people regularly minds outside of that organization regularly said this thing does not work without him. And the yeah. reason why was because. There was a way he facilitated the offense, the way he distributed the ball, the way that he, you know, like anchored the offense when they came down that allowed the Clays and the and the, and the and the Stephs to do the things that they were doing. So that's what I'm thinking when I say to myself, you can't sit here and tell me that Charles Barkley, who realistically in that era of the, okay, we're starting to market players over yeah. teams now. about era, and that's fair. That he was he was the guy. He was the focal point of the offense as opposed to being the facilitator. And the offense wasn't as offense. complex. We're not disputing this. Agree. And yeah. so that's all I'm saying. I agree yeah. with anybody okay. that tells me all that right. he is a better player. So here, yes. But, but here's Charles, what I was saying. Yeah. In that same sense, though, can Charles still talk basketball with Draymond? Talk basketball to what extent? Because if they're sitting down and they if they get a whiteboard in front of them, We're I think about I think Draymond would probably run circles around him. Yeah, if possibly, they're sitting, but, and that's what Draymond means, and but, that's what Draymond is talking about. Draymond's not saying you can't talk. Draymond's offense, not saying you can't talk X's and O's with me if I'm Draymond and I've had to sit here and deal and learn that offense that they play in. If I have to sit there and learn that offense, you're not going to sit up there and talk X's and O's with me when your game was dominate, dominate, dominate. Give me the ball. Let me rebound, dunk, put back. And okay. yes, hustle. Yeah, I checked it a little more than just that. But all right, all right. well, That's but what you're but, but what you're I'm saying though, even he doesn't count right. no, that yeah. aspect of his game. Like so, he talks about how you know, like all he talks about is how players are soft now. Yeah. Like the reason why he talks like that is because he was a big time hustle guy. It was effort. There was talent, obviously, but he was bigger, stronger, and he was able to go out there and impose his will on players, and it almost didn't matter what the X's and O's were. Well, Draymond, I don't really feel like is that guy, so therefore, he has to know what his place is in the offense, and if he's facilitating and he's getting the ball to Steph and getting the ball to Clay and so on and so on and so on, that right there to me says that there is a tremendous amount of time that he's spending in that locker room or wherever it is that they do their drawing up plays and they're all and they're working their offense out, right. I could see him being a coach way before I could ever see. Oh him yeah, one point you're missing out though yeah. is not only just X and O's but also his personnel and sure yeah. talks about personnel a Agreed. lot on yeah. the show. Right. Yeah. So you can't just discount the fact that he knows about how plays fit together, yeah. what their strengths and weaknesses uh, so are. Much versus just right. I, will, I will discount that because he's the one who told me the Warriors could never win championships. Yeah, I understand, but you're holding that against him like forever. Because uh, that's though. no because but that's, he talks about other games besides the Warriors games though. And he always sounds like he doesn't know what the. He's not a good breaker down of basketball. There's a reason why Ernie and, and um, a reason why Ernie and he's um, the color commentator. That, no, we're not disputing this. So look, here's two here's two things. You, you you're focused. No, you say you're not disputing, and then you dispute. All right, look, right, and then you change the topic. Though. God damn it! Listen to me. You haven't listened to me. I'm not going to go. The quote is: Charles Barkley cannot talk basketball with me. That is outlandishly disrespectful to say that somebody regardless of what you think of him on air and anything like that sure. to say that somebody who is a top 50 NBA player of all time one of the greatest to ever do it can't talk basketball with you that's so outlandish that's that was what we're talking about now 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 because I, we're I in this other yeah, place I don't disagree now, it was disrespectful now because we're in this I, other I, I place because we, we've gotten I've got to this other place where we're talking about all this kind of stuff one I don't want to take away from everything Draymond did because what Draymond did was great, and in some ways it was the blueprint for how the league's moving now because Houston's doing it too, right. mm-hmm. to a much less whatever extent. Mm-hmm. The problem is Draymond was fantastic at what he does, but it's also extremely discrediting to, to think he had Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. 
arguably two of the greatest shooters in, in, right. in history. Like, just pure, point-blank best shooters in history. That makes your job a lot easier. And then KD. So, <laughs> so on top of this, on top of this, like, for Draymond to overstep that, because right. this was an attack. This wasn't him saying confidently, oh, I'm a great X's and O's guy. Right. This is me doing this. This was him directly saying right. to Charles Barkley, Hall of Famer, never averaged less than 10 points a game in his entire career as we looked up before this. For him to tell this man directly to his face, you can't talk basketball with me, and you agree with that statement? I didn't. That's, that's, that's not what I said. So you're, you're, stop, so, so stop, you're changing no, the topic, no, what we're talking no, about. No, what I said was, when I agreed with the quote, I said there's two aspects of the quote that there's one aspect of the quote there's an aspect that I disagree with. I disagree with the fact that he chattered the rings and the things of that nature mm-hmm. and said and disrespected him in that regard because mm-hmm. that's that's a silly argument right. which goes to your point of don't disrespect an athlete who did 25 points a game and 10 rebounds one of the best players of all time right. because he doesn't have rings. Don't don't discredit his accomplishments as the best player on okay. his teams. That's that part of the statement. Uh-huh. The other part of the statement which I clearly said at the beginning of my argument is that from an X's and O's type standpoint, which is what I think Draymond means when he says you can't talk hoops with me, y'all are taking it as even more disrespectful you than what I'm taking it. Yeah, you what, can't just add up to the that, that's, that's what I said, and y'all chose right. to argue back that point. Well, and then you just flipped my argument around and made it seem no. like oh, Charles is like the worst player, the no, no, worst no, player no. ever. Anytime well, we're you, doing that, we're being facetious. But well, what I'm saying well, here's the well, thing: stop being facetious, then, because it makes it seem like that's what I'm saying. you're adding words to the quote, and I think this is an attack. You're changing stuff on the quote. Not adding words to the quote. He here's, said he's not smart enough to talk basketball. Here's the he thing, also though. isn't the same level as me because he has no rings. And so half of the quote I said, man, fuck that. That's stupid because yeah. Draymond's being Draymond. He's right. going to exaggerate shit because that's who he is. And the other half, I see his point where he talks about in a studio setting, don't let... Because, hey... Y'all aren't remembering that before that That's he says Char- he says I can take his job. Right. So he's saying from he's talking a about studio the fact analyst, that, that he talks about basketball. They don't right. do just X and O in the studio. Is what we're saying though. Well, so you can't but, just you can't just blanket and say. But they actually have a segment where they literally go and they like. That's, well, that's right. Kerry Smith. But, but, but he, well, he, he job is, and, and I get and I get he, what you're saying. And he said. He said, "Not only can I do Chuck's at Chuck's job because I'm, you know, charismatic guy. I also am smarter so than him." That's where you're not. That's, that's where I understand he's not he putting said. words in his mouth because that's legit what he was talking about with his job. And his job okay. is to analyze basketball. No, no, no. His so, job is to be entertaining. Well, okay. If you want to look at it from the standpoint of the panel, uh, so what I'm saying, saying is, Draymond's stupid and Shaq to are going to be entertainment, yeah. and then Kenny yeah. and, uh, and and EJ, uh, and, uh, EJ, EJ is a straight are going to yeah. are going to be right. Okay, if that's that's what we're saying. Okay, I understand that, but at the same time, when you look at it from a journalistic standpoint, they're all supposed to be talking about basketball and analyzing but basketball. All of these shows that analyze basketball, yeah. how often do they go into actually breaking down the X's and O's of it? Oh, sure, and how I often agree. Does with that you happen? I, I agree. But a small segment of that is saying, "Here's the plays, yeah. what happened." But it's that's what about he's envisioning. Have, 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 no, have, have, like, have y'all ever watched an ESPN studio show? Yes, I have. It's pretty much exclusively Chauncey Billups saying, hey, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. It's not a lot of what TNT does. Okay. From a classical standpoint, what Draymond is saying is how most basketball right. analysts are supposed to be. Chuck is a very rare guy who has enough personality that when he sounds ridiculous talking about X's It doesn't matter because he's entertaining. Does everybody in the ESPN studio break down the play? Yes. Or just, is it yeah. one they, person usually? I, it's, it's usually one go-to person to break down the plays. It's not it's everybody. Like, all right, break it down. Now you break it down. They all make right. basketball points that revolve around breaking So some people basketball. talk about the personnel. But some people talk about Barkley the X's and O's. not good at doing that. He's That's fine. It doesn't mean you can't be in a conversation about the game. 
know. Well, I'm gonna yell at the other people in the studio who talk about the game, and it's not just about X and O. Let me put it in this context, okay? Because we, we, we're stuck on the basketball aspect of it. But let me put it in its context. Um, I can't talk acting with Denzel Washington. I can't fucking do that. Because there's a technical aspect of what Denzel does as an actor that me, I'm just working off of just personality and God given just I'm able to finesse people into giving me acting jobs <laughs> no I'm dead ass oh, serious yeah, yeah, no I, that, that is a, that is 90% of this process mm-hmm. to get to a point where people write movies for you is what Denzel does Denzel is a focal point you can look at Denzel and go holy shit we can base a whole fucking movie off Denzel they look at me and they say hey, he's talented we can put him in a movie and we could do some shit Okay, that's that, there's two different aspects of that. When I look at that's what I see as an actor because I'm putting it in a context that makes sense to me. That's what I see when I see this argument between uh, Draymond Green and Charles Barkley because I see Charles Barkley as the guy that yeah you could put Charles Barkley in some shit and he could tear up some shit back when he was in his prime and he made you know now mind you you know we're not going to be able to go out there and write up a whole offense and tell him hey you're going to blah 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 and do this and do that and you're going to facilitate you're going to hand the ball out to this guy and then you're going to backpack you, you we no I have to tell other guys give him the fucking ball and let him ball out and that's what I have to do with a guy like Charles Barkley. I just kind of set him up and let him do his thing. I can't do, but it's the other way around. With Draymond, it's like I could say, Draymond, we can actually put two or three shooters around you, and you can go out there. And if you're here and here, and you learn this offense the way we want you to, you can. We can just dominate. We can do crazy shit and change the fucking league, which is exactly what the fuck they did. Because four or five years ago, they asked the owner of that team. And he was being a dick when he said it, but he was pretty much, for at least a good couple of seasons, he was right. He said, we're basically like 10 years ahead of everybody else. Right. Because they took a guy that wasn't the most talented guy on the team, and they allowed him to facilitate to all the actual guys that were the most talented guys on the team and some of the most talented guys in the league, and they made an offense out of that, and you couldn't key on the guys that were doing all that shooting and all that balling. You couldn't key on them because the offense, technically speaking, wasn't being run through them. It was being run through a guy that was not the offensive genius. He wasn't the big time baller. He was a dude that was actually a relatively okay player, but he fit into his role in such a way that all those other guys were able to prosper. So I think you actually hit on something that I would ask you now. So if Rondo makes this quote, Mm -hmm. I would say that Rondo's probably one of the most brilliant point guard basketball minds in the game right now, you know, in in terms of like just running an offense kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. If Rondo made this quote, I would still say it's a stupid fucking quote. Because it's it's ridiculous to say that you can't talk basketball. Well, with somebody. let me go, I, yeah. anyway. Yeah, let me go to the, the example you did with, with you and Denzel. So let's say actually um, you get the opportunity. Someone actually wrote a role for you. You went through the whole nine of a whole movie and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously you still say Denzel's probably smarter, smarter than you in terms of like acting. I would still stuff, not right? feel like I could I could sit in the room. But and, and if you both been through like the same experiences though, in terms of having a movie written for you, your own role, things of that nature, can mm-hmm. you still talk about from your point of view? What was about acting being in, you know, the being in the like the movie business mm-hmm. from kind of what you've seen, kind of how it is, kind of the kind of the day to day, doing the role, how 
it's different being like the main person and being like a, you know like an extra or something like right. that. Could you still have that conversation? Like from your point of view, just to say like, yeah, I know I'm not at that level, but I've done the same stuff you have in terms of I've had my own movie, I've had my own role. So it's not to the extent of you, but in my own little world, though, I still kind of have been through some of the same steps you have. So I can kind of tell you some stuff about acting. That. A director can talk to well, a, a, a movie director can talk to a star. They have two different perspectives on it, but they're still both in the same business. But again, what I'm saying is like this quote is petty. This quote is literally just well, to take sure. down Chuck. And that's why why I took so much gumption with it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You can't say this. And it comes back to the way you're viewing it. Because if I want my kid to learn how to play basketball, if I if I had my choice of two coaches, Charles Barkley or or Draymond Green, and I wanted my kid to learn basketball, Draymond would be the guy that I would put to teach my kid the game. And that's all I see. Yeah, and he's selfless basketball. Was it Dick? Was it a Dick? Move, yeah, it was a dick move because the whole situation was just a big pissing contest between these two. It was just a big what? dick situation. But the point of the matter is, is that that's what I saw, and we all see it a different kind of way. And I get where you're coming from, which is like, how the fuck are you gonna tell Charles Barkley and we can't even sit in a room and just talk basketball? If you look at it just strictly, that's like me saying I can sit in a room and talk basketball no. with Charles Barkley. Like I could, but. Charles Barkley has probably seen shit that I have never seen. So therefore, when I think about Barkley and Draymond, I think to myself, Draymond could probably coach a team right now today. I do not think Charles Barkley could do that. Oh, no. And that's what I see when I think about hey, Brooklyn hiring. Huh? Brooklyn's hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, they hired Charles Barkley. <laughs> but but that's what I saw when I got what I and and I agree it was a dick move. But oh, it, I, and but, the, the thing that I it's kind of weird to me, and I guess why I'm yelling at y'all is because yeah. y'all are like, y'all are like, shut up, Daniel. Because <laughs> now I had to figure well, out. Because now, 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 now I got to figure out how to edit this podcast <laughs> and make it sound like something people can listen to, despite the fact that me and you were just yelling for like 10 straight minutes and, and trying to pretend like this is good. <laughs> this is good don't right. They don't want this. I can tell. When, you listen, when, you, when we listen to this on Wednesday, it's going to be the worst. But anyway. You got to like take one earphone out. Hey, there's arguing and that's what we did and that is a great deal of difference well one of the reasons that I think that I think some of the disconnect besides what Terrell's saying well Terrell Terrell being the only yeah. smart one well and, uh, Terrell and Austin kind of being the only smart I could probably the analogy could be better but that's but, uh, what I think of when I y'all are like well this is ultimate disrespect for Draymond to say it that way and I don't disagree that it's ultimate disrespect but yeah, I you do got a point you do got to understand that this man is being attacked by Charles all season so no he's not coming with the fluffiest <laughs> that's most most so the, my point to that my point to that though is when y'all are like oh I can't believe he's saying this Don't one of the greatest basketball players ever. No I'm, audience. Well, I'm, I'm also saying, well, yeah, but don't just poke Draymond for six straight Why months. Not? What's yeah. he going to do? Rebound? Well, what, yeah, what he's going to do is he's going to yell at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Draymond yeah, wasn't talking yeah. shit when, when they No, were I'm not. He, That's he, why well, Charles and him had this whole beat. Well, because Charles is also the one who just refuses to acknowledge that the Warriors are good at basketball. He wore the shirt. He, he, anyway, team anyway, team anyway team the point, and I just also think there's a fundamentally like different reading on how I take the quote which is not that if Charles and Draymond were in a room together that Draymond would be like I can't believe this man couldn't would, would deign to speak about hoops with me I, I think he, when I hear the quote I think he's thinking about if I were on TV in your position I could all, do all the silly yeah. antic shit right. and then I could also do the X's and O shit much better than you and could that's what I ergo I was talking about basketball in a studio analyst setting 
I'm 10 times better than you. And I'm not saying that I agree with Draymond's bluster to the extent of he's 10 times better at that than Charles Barkley. I'm saying I understand his point right. and where he's coming from. And y'all are like, well, I can't believe you would say a top 15 <laughs> basketball player could never talk hoops. Yes, I, see, I see Charles he, talk he hoops all the time. I talk about sports. hoops all the also, time. Also, I guarantee Chuck could teach him how to play in the post better. Nah, probably not. I think so. Anyways, but what, no, because Charles, Charles. One thing that's so funny Charles, about this to me. Y'all, y'all, I like I never seen Charles Barkley play basketball. No, Charles, Charles, Charles Barkley wasn't some magnificent. He's not Hakeem Olajuwon. He doesn't. He, you're not gonna go to Charles Barkley for your hoops camp right. to learn all the different moves. Like the things y'all say about Charles Barkley, I just. I don't Charles know. Barkley would just play. Charles Barkley wouldn't want to go to his own camp. I don't know. Y'all just view Charles Barkley as a fundamentally different basketball player. Apparently, the catering would be Charles Barkley is a is a nice. Hustle guy who can also use a his nice hustle guy. <laughs> All right, fine. Don't let me finish. Thank you. <laughs> you act like you act like Draymond. I was gonna say more adjectives, but then you were just like, "Oh, I can't believe his first adjective." You act like wasn't what I would say. You act like so, Draymond's like Draymond Green's like Chris Paul out here or something I, like I, that. Well, no, yeah. I just, because his his mind is just well, to that extent that put him in, in yeah. any offense, he's gonna get you ten assists I, and direct I, everybody I, and get I, everybody I, like at least like hundred points a game. Said from an X's and O's standpoint, Draymond Green is a. Then why can his X and O's get him? Because X's and O's is the Charles Barkley is ten times the more the athleticism that Draymond Green is. Okay. That's right. He's not ten times the athleticism. Ten, you don't. Charles no, Barkley is six foot and three quarters, and he was dunking on seven footers like they was barely there, dude. Anywhere near, you tell me Draymond Green is anywhere okay. near the specimen that eighties so, Charles Barkley. So you know, look at look this. at math and know how much ten times something is. <laughs> to diffuse this, this is what he's doing. Charles Barkley tried to eat himself I, I, out of the number I, I, one pick in the draft, but he still I got literally said, I literally said that Charles Barkley is on another level of okay. athleticism. I'm not that. No, no, no. That, no, let me finish. That Charles Barkley is on another That's level smart, level of athleticism than Draymond Green. He won't even give me. That a dude who's six four who just dunked on everybody in the eighties. He won't even let me. Have you're that. doing the Stephen A thing where you're like being nice to him here and shit on I'm, over I'm here. I'm being nice to him. But I'm like, saying yeah. what he's good at and what he's not. That's Stephen A. He's like I'm a compliment you on he's, stuff that's good. That's what he's good so at. I, so he's so I don't look as bad when I shit on you over here. That's what I mean, you're doing. Let me defuse. Just stay on your lane and just shit on the whole time. No, Austin, because that's Austin, not how Austin, analysis Austin, works. God damn it, Austin. <laughs> what? Like Elizabeth Warren? I like Elizabeth Warren, right? Bro, we're talking about basketball. What are you doing? Shut up. I like Elizabeth Warren. I like Elizabeth. Ward, right? That doesn't mean she does everything correct. So when oh. I talk about her campaign and where it failed, I'm going to talk about where it failed. That's the same thing with Charles Barkley. Mm. As a basketball player, he's one of the most gifted from a from a physical standpoint. He's one of the most gifted athletes we've ever seen. Right. Right. From a X's and O's mind standpoint, he's limited. So in terms of Charles so Barkley, no, back, basketball so smarts, so he might not, not be the best X's and O's. So, so, so no, the I, game I, makes I, it smart I, to another level. So no, I'm not just. So I'm not. Oh, wait, they're high, pulling the mic back. So no, I, I'm not just I'm not doing the Stephen A thing where I shit on him in uh, one place and 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 and, and I'm, I'm, I'm just trying I'm to break it. down his game from I'm a from it, a man. no I'm the host and I, it goes on forever. I'm just gonna close it with this. We agree that Draymond is smarter than Chuck. Yes. I'll speak to both mics to see how that sounds. I agree that Draymond's smarter than Chuck. He doesn't. Draymond didn't say that. That's all this is. Draymond didn't say that. But is Charles Barkley? Way more athletic than Draymond Green in yes. his prime. If you want to give me a record, yes. Uh, yeah, so okay, but that's not what he's saying. He's saying he's agreeing with that. No, he's he saying that not. you're giving that and then shitting on him elsewhere. But anyways, we're not getting into that. We're not getting bogged down. I'm sorry. I'm just telling the truth about Charles Barkley. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what you want me to do. I, you want me to lie and be like Charles but, Barkley is as as is every bit the athlete but, that Draymond Green is. They're completely comparable. My point is, Draymond, <laughs> regardless of, of whether or not he's smarter or not, to to one shit on Chuck's job. Is, is out of line because well, he can't he, do what Chuck does. I mean, he he, Chuck's been shitting on his job for six okay. fucking months. But at the same time, play better. Play better. Has, has he been bad at his job or has he been injured? Okay, so I'm going to defend. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, y'all just want to shit on Draymond Green because he's Draymond Green. That's kind of what I feel like sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm no Draymond fan, but I know when he's going to open his mouth like this, he's going to get shit on. I mean, he's not my homie. I just, it's just, it's just like, it's just like the title thing, man. Y'all need to learn to moderate a little bit with these criticisms. Right, this shit. Hey, Derek over here got the mic like an MC. Like he's gonna drop the greatest. Hey, don't be surprised if was not back. <laughs> oh, that's real messed up. I'm, si- I'm silencing them. I'm silencing forever. All right, host. Bullets out this. <laughs> after the break, this is show- <laughs> after the break of this show, King. Goodbye. <laughs> that's a new talk, guys. Awesome, Rosina. Some Negro named all out there. T.R. Lewis. Back after the break. Oh, that's strong. <laughs> it's your man, John Thomas Aloysius Booth, on behalf of J and T Childers. Step aside, baby brother. Official. I'll take over from here. You don't need to proceed any longer. This here is Jefferson Davis Rampage Booth, older brother of JT. About two minutes. Just a moment now. Hold on now. I am the owner of JT. I will not be interrupted or besmirched on this here recording. Let me complete my time. That being said, I am the owner of JD's pre-owned auto, official sponsor of the Nashville Sounds, AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. That doesn't sound like the Mr. Grilly to me. And also, because we brought them back into the fold after your previous business downfalls, the Memphis Grizzlies. That was all Tony Jackson's fault. That being said, I am the older, wiser, and with better hair and a slimmer waistline, brother of JT. How dare you? I just had lap band surgery. I will not be interrupted by you. Now, don't make me call mama. You bring mama into this. Silence yourself. Now, that being said... I will be taking over for my baby brother because my baby brother has seemed to have a bit of an issue with handling financial things, as has been the case over his entire lifetime. Uh, I am not only uh, a better businessman. That was one uh, time with the piggy bank. Pardon me, but I was about to make an amazing soundbite and you just interrupted it. That being said... In the words of Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z, I am not a businessman. I am a business man. And I am also the you're owner. Even, you're, even, you're even taking BK from me? Look here now. I am also, BK, baby. I, I am also the owner of an exquisite 19th century southern accent. Now, that being said, uh, by the way, I would like to just say for my younger listeners, those of you that are into the social medias and the YouTubes and whatnot... Uh, that I am also a successful blogger with at least 150,000 viewers at this point in time. And you can also tune into my YouTube's channel where I, uh, well, basically I nimbly and, uh, well, 
I duck and dodge accidentally saying uh, the N-word and other racial epithets uh, as well as, uh, well, you can see my day-to-day operations at the dealership where we make plenty of money, more money than my baby brother, and therefore... That is all I have to say. Now, how are you somehow more racist than me? Understand, sir, that is why I'm so entirely rich. Obviously, you are not racist enough. Otherwise, you would make a lot more money. This is America. That is is an undisputable fact. I've also uh, purchased the, uh, well, the services of one Antonio Real Talk Jackson. So he will no longer be one of your employees. And I've given him a more prominent role, a paid role, in my company. (laughs) That's your first mistake, paying the employees. (laughs) There's no way this business venture will continue. (laughs) And and so, under new management, new sloppier racist management, uh, that is, Jay, (laughs) teach others. I do believe we have a financial obligation that we need to speak of where you will no longer be spouting out whatever the hell that is that you've been saying about J&T Charters. It will now be JD's fine pre-owned autos. And I now would be the sponsor of this here podcast. Thank well, you. That's, that's J&D Automotives. <laughs> the fine pre-owned Automobiles. That's J and D broke ass automotive <laughs> <laughs> official sponsors of the Mimic Release. And after much rehydration and <laughs> rehydration. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and a seance uh, and, and mic repairs and yoga and meditation. Nom yo renge kyo. And me trying to figure out how I'm gonna edit this podcast and make it sound like normal people had a normal conversation. Fuck it, it's gonna be dope. We oh, are Captain. back. Let's Again, go. it is Let's your go. man, Dr. Lewis, the third baby. Not the th- God. You know what? No one yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the third. It's it's funny because now that's the thing. Now <laughs> I'm just going to just correct it every episode. Fuck it. My 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 friends are back as well. Although I don't know, I don't know how much longer we'll remain friends. Uh, awesome, Brazina is is back. Okay, you're not, not gonna the third. James is back. That's being poppy himself. Charles over Draymond. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a good catchphrase. <laughs> uh, it's time for the greatest segment in all the land ever. Ever. Hooray! Ever. Is this your king? Maybe. I need to need a sponsorship. I just want to say sponsored by, but it doesn't have a sponsorship. Wakanda. Sponsored by Wakanda. No, sure. no, no Disney over here. No. Hey, no, I, I do hate the clown. I mean, the clown doesn't demolish. <laughs> Much different. You call him the clown? Yeah, about the same thing. I feel like if Disney's mascot was a clown, things would have gone off the rails. Oh, Disney's a clown. Oh, God. Um, Austin. Yes. I hear you have some for one of our elected officials. Not my one of ours. I just meant. No, I don't. I heard you have some for Joaquin Castro. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I heard, heard you have some hey. for a uh, representative from Florida. Uh yeah, uh, uh, already did some some you know some things that you didn't like. Represent, I mean, he's probably done a lot of things I don't like, but but specifically, <laughs> is, his name, <laughs> is his name Matt Gates? It, that might be his name. Nah, his name I disrespected right. him so much I didn't bother to look up his name. Uh, time. Also, it's Matt Gates. It's I, Matt Gates. I also don't know his name. What is Matt not, Gates? No, well, he is important from the standpoint of he sucks. He, but anyway, <laughs> he's uh, trash uh, Austin Brazina, Matt Gates, your king maybe? Uh, fuck no. Okay. So so that's absolutely not. Let me say fuck no. Uh, so Matt Gates decided that he was going to mock 
the the atmosphere right now with coronavirus going on. Matt Gates decided he was going to wear a gas mask on the House floor during proceedings in order to mock the fact that everybody's over panicking over over this whole outbreak and everybody needs to remain calm. It's no big deal. Yeah, that's not even getting into you know how the fact that we're we're overcharging for tests for the coronavirus because we refuse to use the WHO standard ones. Mm. Let's let's ignore all the nonsense that's going on and just focus on this dumbass. He wore a gas mask mocking the coronavirus. He then had to go back and report that his district, his elected district, has a reported death from the coronavirus. I would love to see that meeting with the family saying, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. And they're like, oh, yeah. Are you, you, really? Really, you, really, you really sorry <laughs> Are for you that really last sorry? one? You really sorry for that last one, that yes mask? There's another layer to this that I, I particularly wanted to mention because this is just typical house bullshit. Uh, a few years back... Representative Bobby Rush. No, a black person should say. No, I'm just playing. No, who goes first? Yes, but, hey, no, no, no. Don't say that's Go ahead and finish talking about that shit. I was going to bring Bobby Rush was on the House floor in the in the wake of Trayvon Martin's, uh, let's say, slang. Uh, in the wake of Trayvon Martin being killed. Uh, he wore a hoodie under his jacket, took off his jacket, and put the hoodie over his head while he was speaking. If you watch Tray- the Trayvon movie. Martin was killed by noted thug George Zimmerman. Yeah, oh, George Zimmerman. No, noted thug. George, so, as a quick aside, because we're on that real quick, George Zimmerman then went on to make hand, hand-sewn American flags and sell them to other racists. Fun fact that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, noted thug. Yeah. He, has, he has capitalized on his I, fame as I a can't, I can't stress the thug enough. Yeah. Anyways, long, long story short, Bobby Rush was speaking in, in defense of Trayvon Martin. He was talking about the fact that the hoodie was the reason the kid was killed. And he put the hoodie on. And if you watch the footage of it, the current house leader at the time called a dude over and was like, hey, what the fuck are we going to do about this? And then they were like, well, you know what? It's in the rules that you can't wear a head covering. So they kicked him out of the, the house. They, they were like, hey, you can't be in here. And then he went on to immediately cite to the rest of the house that he would like to remind them that according to section blah, blah, blah. He, he crisp-balled it. <laughs> he said according to the section whatever the rule book, you can't, you can't wear head coverings while in here or you face expulsion from the house. That didn't happen with the gas mask. Sure didn't. I wonder what the difference was between the two. Imagine he was white. Because this is a question that some people have asked. Probably because the current house isn't going to bog down in that petty bullshit. (laughs) Uh, Yes, that's... Because the problem was never the head covering. The problem was what he was talking about. Right. In in case of Bobby Rush. But specifically, Matt Gates, they they knew that this dumbass, he's going to do his dumbass thing. Just let him him do his thing. (laughs) They're like, we're not going to deal with it. No, he's he's got a reputation as a bully. He's He's tried to strong on multiple votes. He's just a general He's only in office because his daddy was. There you go. do we have a chance to get this man out of office this, this coming election? Or is we don't. I'm sure somebody well, no, does. Somebody. Uh, <laughs> he, no, I, I don't he, think. He, I think is he up for re-election? Or I no? think it's next time around. Okay. Um, okay. Well, make yeah. sure. I mean, I don't know. Well, who, no, I guess I don't know who's in be, the house, so he should be up again. Yeah, house is two years. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone who actually has a chance to do this would be listening. But if you are, primary the fuck out of that, well, please. Florida. <laughs> we know a couple. We know well, a couple. Not, Florida. Yeah. Florida well, not only should they primary him, but but we should also run a strong Democrat against it. But, you know, Republicans do the right thing in primary. Hey, anybody <laughs> looking to run against Matt Gates in uh, 2020, um, uh, we will sponsor the shit out y'all. Uh, but whatever. With, 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 with John. Yeah. We can pay him with plugs. Rampage. Plugs. Rampage plugs. fine yeah. oh, pre-owned automobiles. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it. Sponsor you with yelling. <laughs> we'll, just yell. we'll just yell your name very loud. Daniel will yell. Daniel Davidson truly. We'll just get progressively louder until somebody hears us and votes for you. It gets the people going. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. It wasn't as snarky as I would hope, but I'm just so disappointed in everything. <laughs> so now, you whatever. know when Austin runs out of snark, yeah, the shit's really fine. serious. He's a dumb shit. 
Yeah, he is real fucking. Now he's got to apologize to that family. Yeah. He won't. <laughs> Do you no. think he'll bite him at all, though, when it comes time for real life? No, or because he's just, Yeah. That's the craziest thing, though. It's like, he can do all this crazy stuff and... Wouldn't surprise me if the Republicans were like, eh, you know what, primary him. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I know I called for it, but it actually wouldn't surprise me if they were like, you know, even this might be a bridge too far when someone, because you gotta imagine how, how easy is it is for a Democrat to, who's running against him to, to put that in an ad <laughs> and uh, and get him get him unelected. Basically. I mean, I think I think now that we're in the age of you can just grab people's pussies and shit like that and, and nobody really cares. I, it probably well, is. And it, well, also, but it's <laughs> it also, it's, it's, it's not like Florida's not a swing state. So, it's well, like, and that's know. true. It, it, they, it's not like he, it's, he's in some safe, but know, don't they gerrymander the fuck out that state? They though? do. They gerrymander the fuck out of most states, honestly. Yeah. But, uh, Wow, this got sad. We delve into politics for the second straight week and made ourselves sad. That's what politics I, do, man. Although, you know, I was already <laughs> sad. Daniel made me sad. Oh, shit. Now I'm sad. You should be fired up. <laughs> well, oh, shit. Now I'm sad. I, I, Damn. Hey, hey, hey. When I get fired up, there's an there's always an immediate the drop off. Afterwards, <laughs> I'm like, what have I done? I've made myself hey, look the hey. fool. Is, is this your king sponsored by Xanax? <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered something though, and I should have mentioned it before we got into this issue, King. But but you know it's the first time it's happening, so let's, let's see what happens. I got a I got a, a listener question. What? Oh my God, the fuck? You do? Yeah. We're not we're not broadcasting. No, no, it was not oh, was live. It loading it was, from the stands. It was, oh, no, it, was, it was from before. I just forgot to mention it. Okay, right this well, moment. let's yeah. go. Uh, new, so wait, wait, wait. New segment. It's called Listener Questions. Sponsored Good by name. sponsored by nobody because no, he's no, just no, doing no. this. We should call it ear to the streets. Post. Now that we're here, we might as well. So that's a very, very inside joke. One time when we were kids. Um, oh, shit, we, we Daniel, Sp- Daniel spent the night, right? Like three so, years ago. So he, he was in my room. I went to go uh, wash my hands because breakfast was ready. And so I wash my hands and I just hold my, I go back to my door and I just hold my ear to the door. Daniel walks out. Daniel's like, the hell are you doing? And I was like, gotta keep one ear to the streets. <laughs> and he was like, what the and so, from, and so ever since then, you know, we, we have this inside joke, which I gotta keep one So me and Dan have toyed each other apart today, and now we've come back together. We found common ground. This is true potting here. We, we are Joe Biden and no, I'm just kidding. Who's saying that? The streets. <laughs> anyway. Another one. Enter the streets. Sponsored by so, no one. Sponsored by no one. So yeah, what a, what a, one of my friends actually, Sarah, Sarah Putnam, she has a question because we were talking about Giannis last week. Okay. So what are y'all's thoughts on sports anchors saying Giannis will leave Milwaukee because it's a small market? I agree. In the wake of Kawhi. Oh, shit. He's fucking gone. Hard, hard agree. No. <laughs> First of all, Golden State Warriors already went out and got, uh, what's my man from... Uh, Russell? Uh, no, not Russell. I mean, uh, oh, Andrew, they Andrew they traded him. Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins, and they got a first round draft pick, and they got another first round draft pick. They are about to take all that shit, tie so it up in a pretty little bowl. Too? They about to tie that up shit, all that shit they got for D'Angelo. They about to tie it in a box, put it in a box, and tie it with a little bow. They gonna give all that shit to Milwaukee, and then Milwaukee's gonna get 
Now I got to yell at Terrell. No, I'm just <laughs> There's no way they can afford <laughs> no, that. No, but um, I actually think that Giannis is a a rare superstar who has a chance to kind of buck the conventional trends of what's going on. There's a lot of player movement, a lot of small, uh, big markets. I, frankly, I just don't think Giannis cares about that kind of stuff. He doesn't seem to. I hope he. I, I, hope, I hope he's that. He guy. literally was offered I to be so. in Space Jam. It was like fuck off. Yeah. And so no, I, I, I hope so. And so always, it, it, predict, it, it takes a like it. it takes a different kind of athlete. And I'm not saying I'm not even trying to extol it as kind of like virtuous or anything like that. Because hey, if you want to go somewhere else, that's well within your right. If you want to go to LA, that's well within your right. But it's just the simple standpoint of Giannis just doesn't seem like that type of guy. And every once in a while, every generation, it helps, honestly, that he's uh, he's from overseas, so he doesn't act, have that kind of background True. of all the trappings yeah. of capitalism growing up. Yeah, what the fuck does he care about L.A.? Yeah. You, know. Um, yeah. you know, Dirk, as, a good, as an example, he never really showed any desire to leave, even as they continuously couldn't put a winner behind around him. So that's another example. That's an uh, example. That's another uh, layer of this. If the Milwaukee Bucks are just dominating and winning championships yeah. and they're the next, oh, yeah, team, no, the okay. next team, then I... I think it'd be very hard for him to leave because he seems to care about that kind of stuff. I think, I think for Giannis, it pretty much is winning over everything, over brand, over all that stuff. Not to say he doesn't want to make money. It's just not at the forefront of his thinking, in my in my opinion, from what I know about him. Yeah, I think his brand is fine where he's at right now. Like, I think he's he's got a brand. For what he wants it to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. He's got a brand. Yeah. And, and, and I'm giving y'all my worst case scenario. I just yeah. think that that's what should happen. But, I and mean, I would hope it doesn't. And honestly, you never know with this kind of stuff because we, that's, don't, that's we, we, don't, we don't know these players. Like, I would have said the same thing about Kawhi three years ago. And then all of a sudden, you heard about him wanting to be L.A. Now, he's from L.A. Right. So that's little, probably why I said what I said. So, <laughs> so it's a little different. So there's a lot of factors and, you know, things that we just – can't know about, won't know about. But kind of like you said, though, the whole winning over everything. It's like once you've actually done the winning, then it's like what's next in your career. Well, so I could see for it, me for for it depends uh, on how much winning, right? Too because right. it's like right. if it's like all the winning. Then well, yeah, and also think case. about think about the whole who the fuck has a legacy in Milwaukee. I mean, but shit, that's what I'm saying. He Kareem be. fucking left. So, but that, to me, I'm like, if you, but but I'm just yeah. saying though, if you think about it from the standpoint of there is no legacy with well, Milwaukee. He can, he can, if you have an opportunity, if you have an opportunity to be that guy yeah. and literally start some shit in Milwaukee that could last the next ten or twenty years, yeah. think he, Tim Duncan. He could be Milwaukee's mm, Tim Duncan. You know, he could, well, be no, he could he could be Milwaukee's Reggie Miller. He could also point to I'm, Toronto and be like, look, Kawhi, even though he was only there a year, Kawhi brought that championship to that city. Like that's something that that Milwaukee could have if I can do it. Like. That sure. would be me in Milwaukee, the way they love Kawhi for a year. Right, but once that happens, though, it's like, okay, I have kind of feel like I've repaid you now. Like, I yeah. came well, here, y'all helped me out, built me up. A, we got that championship. Well, we'll we're never really know. Yeah, it depends on his priorities. Yeah, we'll, that's, that's certainly that, possible. That's why I can see it being possible down the road, like yeah. when he's an older player, maybe. project anything, but you would have to think, I mean, just with his family upbringing, you would think that he cares more about ties. So I would think that him being in Milwaukee, like this is his home, you know, hopefully that would influence. Well, him. let's say someone like the words of the Lakers get a set up to where it's like, okay, if you sign with us, we can sign both of your brothers too. Y'all can come play together it's also, here. It's possible. But at the same time, like everything we've seen about Giannis on court, yeah. he has no respect for those other cats. So like you would think that he doesn't like think like, oh, I can play with these guys and ball right. out. No, he's like, no, I'm going to kick these guys' ass. Yeah. No, we're he's, projecting. We don't talking, know. He's talking about playing with his brothers though. Well, oh, no, yeah. Richie, that's his brother was already in Milwaukee and he got released. So I assume mm-hmm. if that's a thing, he wouldn't have let that happen and they would have been like, oh, we got to do whatever y'all yeah, do. Yeah, like, so I, I, like, that's right. just an assumption. I have no clue yeah. how that kind of stuff works. Maybe the management was like, nah, y'all ain't running anything up in this bitch. Yeah, that's what and I, so you, you never know. And like, there's, there's, <laughs> At which point, yes, he's gone. I mean, I get the impression that he really feels like they can he, they can add talent around him and they can win championships. And, and it really only takes one incident for all this kind of stuff to, to turn. Like yeah. with Kawhi, it turned on that, that injury. 
if he didn't have that injury, I, I really don't think the organization and the lack of trust between him and his family would have gotten to the place it went to. Now, maybe it does. Maybe he always wanted to be in L.A., and that was always something that his, his uncle or whatever was angling for, and so he took that opportunity to, to break apart those kind of bonds. Or maybe it really was a situation where he didn't trust the Spurs doctors, and that's what started that whole situation. Well, right. So that, it can only take one turn, right. so to speak, if that is the case of what happened. Well, it can only take one thing to kind of turn everything around, and all of a sudden you have player versus organization. Right. And players always kind of win that battle that's from fair. the standpoint yeah. of he controls, he has the leverage. But also I think once Kawhi got older, though, he wanted to get into that role of being like the traditional nowadays superstar in sure. terms of, you know, in all the press, all that kind of stuff, the advertisements and everything too. We thought that wasn't the case because he was, you know, very quiet, right. mild-mannered, more like Tim Duncan. We kind of just put that on him. But he is in the new generation though where it's like I've seen, you know, Kobe Bryant, everybody's LeBron James, and I kind of want a piece of that as well. And he's getting that now in, in, in with the Clippers. So it could be the same thing for, for Giannis in terms of, yeah, I know I'm a superstar, but I want to teach you that, that next step. And, and like, sometimes that comes with, Sometimes like we, comes with moving. And that's like we said, that all comes with perspective and what he values because you can also look at Kobe Bryant and say he stayed in one city that whole his whole mm-hmm. career yeah. and that has benefited his legacy. Um, now, that city is L.A., so it's different. Like there's And so there's a lot of ways to chop it up and think about it. One thing I did want to say is you, you knew about that listener uh, question the whole time? Yeah. Because uh, we should probably have done that way early in the no, show. No, I didn't. So that way, so right so the, uh, No, I understand. But so that, that poor... Poor lady didn't have to listen to <laughs> segments and segments of we'll Kelly. Time we'll time before having this is what they come here for, though. <laughs> I don't know if that's what she came here is for. Is this not why you are here? <laughs> are you not entertained? Anyway, uh, so that's uh, so Giannis is on the books till uh, two years from now. So yeah. basically, I, and I everyone just kind of assumes he's gonna leave. Well, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. The so way I, they talk about it, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, well, well and they're not Kawhi saying it like a leave thing though. People are saying he's gonna get traded. Like there's this, like that's what I keep hearing more so than just him picking up and leaving. I keep hearing they're gonna try to trade him because the thought process is that he may not want to be here if they don't win a championship. Now, don't, that being said, if you look at them this year, that team's probably gonna win seventy games, and that being said, you get a championship out of that. I, so, yeah. I could see him staying because yeah. the idea is I don't have a second big time guy around me like these other guys have, and I managed. Yeah, I think if he wins a championship. a championship in the next two years, he stays. Um, and of course, it's just projecting, but I feel like with everything we know about Giannis, at least publicly, like that's his goal to be dominant right now. He can sign that big contract and then have a little bit more flexibility at the end of that contract mm-hmm. if he really wants to be the LeBron type where he goes to where he wants to go. Right. Um, two things I think are the big caveats is, one, what happens with LeBron if they meet in the finals? What happens with him versus LeBron? Because mm-hmm. right now it seems like the Lakers are better. I mean, it just does. Yeah, I would say all of that. I, I, I would not pick Milwaukee in a seven-game series. I would say, honestly, the Lakers. I don't, I, don't, I don't trust the Lakers. No, I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. Like right now, well, they just beat them and they just beat the Clippers. I mean, it's hard to say the Lakers aren't well, playing. I mean, great ball. I mean, them beating the Clippers was the first time they beat the Clippers. So it's the first well, time the they Spurs have beaten the Clippers yeah. and the Bucks yeah. also yeah. this just season. They did so it. well, just because <laughs> they've done it lately doesn't mean that I now <laughs> I'm going to trust the Lakers. But the, I'm only they, saying they, so. They, I'm just saying thank God for them that they finally showed they could beat those two teams so, because they hadn't before. What I, what I was coming into is like, let's say they meet in the finals and LeBron does win. Mm-hmm. then you got to think, all right, well, is LeBron really going to be around that much longer? And, and that might weigh into his decision. Yeah, like LeBron, LeBron, you should quit if you win a championship this year. <laughs> the fuck, say, fuck it, quit. Just, Go beat some movies. Just fire he's up like, hot He just leaves. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and we never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to playing with Bronny and all that? He's just done. Um, 
So I'm, you, I'm trying to get rid of LeBron. That that's my big <laughs> my big like oh shit like what what'll happen with this. Two next year, I think Giannis will be kind of in wait and see mode the entire year. Mm-hmm. If Milwaukee looks as good next year, it's kind of hard for him to think about blowing it up. Like yeah. you think that he wants to run it back if they're that fucking good. Two, what happens if the Lakers do fall off? Then he's like, sure. all right, well now there's nobody that can oppose us. Well, not to mention the fact that he can. I mean, I don't, I'm like, just saying, like, from like mad disrespect to the Clippers, but well, he could also play. Saying, the, like, he could also, do it. yeah, uh, exactly. Until the Clippers do what? You know, uh, I mean, you just gave the Lakers a championship. You ain't seen them do nothing. That's well, true. I'm giving LeBron the but chance. But I think There's we've seen LeBron do something. Why? We've seen LeBron do something with less, and so I think that's the idea. For once, me and Taylor are teaming up because <laughs> I don't see the like the calculus that you're doing. Kind of, I, I guess you. I, I know you're projecting scenarios. It's just the yeah, way, I, the way you predicted it. Is, I would the, never count out LeBron in a playoff series. I would you, count out Kawhi from injuries. The way you sure. predicted it was just kind of all over the place. But right? he, also, That's Anthony true. Davis is on the Lakers though, and he gets injured all the time. So him for injury, I'd still take LeBron I, because we, not Anthony Davis because we've seen LeBron because we've seen LeBron like do stupid shit with next to nothing. Like, well, he'd be, and he would he would return. Now he's older. If Anthony Davis went down, he would return to next to nothing. I mean, he's older, so I mean, he's not. LeBron from 2007, which he's not. Le- he's not even LeBron from 2017. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying, he's like, like. But I think it's easy to have that mindset about LeBron and put him in that category when we've seen him do the things that we've seen, and it feels like he's even though he's not the same player that he was at his quote unquote prime, he's developed his game to a point where he's very similar to Michael Jordan. I know that's blasphemous, but. Mike became a Mike shot more fadeaway jumpers when he realized I mean, that he wasn't jumping over dudes no more. I would say LeBron's age better than Mike, but well, that's not necessarily fair. But I think overall, LeBron's definitely well because he's still oh, yeah. physically dominating yeah, at that age. Yeah. So yeah, I think I, I believe he has. Now, obviously, he has the benefit of some twenty years later and the and the technology yeah, and the better recovery. Is, for, for but LeBron. that being said, it's like. Look, man, y'all ain't always got to couch all this shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike sucks. <laughs> no, but that was, nah, it don't got to be. Nah, I love to say y'all, y'all always, because y'all scared, I feel like y'all scared of some of these trolls coming out. Nah, bro. Like, nah, man. Hey, LeBron hey. aging better than Mike. That's it. Yeah, like, somebody hey, if somebody comes at us, that means motherfuckers is listening. You say we what made you want to say. All right? At me, motherfucker. I would say, I would say though, just to tighten the honest, I, I think it really depends on what happens these next two years. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I do too. I, I don't think he's made his decision now and I don't think he'll make his decision until it comes time to oh shit they're offering me contracts and he's not asking well, to get out of that contract yeah. well, that, I think if he loses back to back finals yeah it's, it's hard to say that he won't leave because then you gotta think like, the window well, closing it also, it also depends how and like if yeah. if you hear a story about it right. I wanted them to acquire Paul George but they didn't and right. so like if you hear a story like that then yeah of course so there's a lot, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables into how he loses because he they, he could very well lose two finals and still be like nah we're doing, we're doing it here he could right. be that type of guy I yeah. think it's the way the team's set up though because they've been paying people now so they're kind of yeah. locked into what the team is so you mm-hmm. can't do too many changes unless you do like some type of crazy <laughs> trade but yeah, like, like, like bring in Mo Williams and then Antoine Jameson and <laughs> stuff. So that's kind of what bit the Spurs as well because we were kind of locked into a lot of contracts too when we had Kawhi. How and Patty. So we but... couldn't really t- make too many moves to make us like a you know a super contender. We were yeah. a contender though, but we couldn't like make the moves like he wanted. So they're kind of in that yeah. same boat now. If they don't get that payoff with the championship I mean, at also, some point, he might be like, okay, well either I can stay here and be the same squad for like the yeah. next. 
four or five years. We probably will never know what's in his mind, but I mean, you got to think with the way they have fun every game. <laughs> Wait, why probably? No, I mean, well, he may not talk about. He, it he could not, just say what's, what he was thinking. I, okay, because well, I was like, are we gonna invent some technology? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you why are you saying we probably won't know? Oh, you mean like oh. you mean like on Black Bear <laughs> when they put that thing right on now. people's hands and they yeah. figure out so they can see shit? We're no. working on it right now. <laughs> no, uh, I'm saying though, like from everything we can see visually, that team's having a lot of fun. Yeah, they like are. it's hard for me to say he's gonna want to leave it, but at the same time, it's always fun until you start losing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's gonna depend on what happens. It, it, it is fun until you meet up with Jason Tatum in the third round and he upsets you off on a game winning buzz with me or something like that. So that's like, the other thing. Like, like, what happens if they get bounced early by like Philly or or uh you won't get bounced early by Philly. Yeah. I mean if yeah, you get bounced but he could get bounced by Philly. Yeah. Like the conference finals or, or the Celtics or like he could lose in the finals it's possible. If Milwaukee loses to the Celtics they're in danger mode because I think like that's like something inexcusable. At least as far as like on paper they're like we should beat this team. So that would be something that causes him to reevaluate what they did. Yeah. Depends how good Jason Tatum's playing. Yeah, he well, can yeah. take to that. Yeah, that yeah. Next yeah. Oh no, I'm not saying so. Also, you like have Jason wash. Tatum. You have you have Marcus Smart. You have Jalen Brown. You have a lot of people. Yeah, it's not a wash. Well, but I'm saying, saying you have a lot of people who you can throw at Giannis, and yeah. then, you know you have some other people who crazy things of that nature. Different that's so though, wild than though losing Marcus Smart on Giannis. <laughs> I think that's different than losing to Embiid yeah, and Ben Simmons. It's like it's like Bruce Bowen on Dirk. I mean, you wouldn't think about it, but like sometimes those people who get lower leverage can really bother you and stuff like that. So I mean, you're right. It's weird, but like when you think about Somehow, you know, when you think about defensive principles, you can kind of understand why it bothers bigger people to have smaller people on them. Yeah. yeah. If he signs a Supermax, is what, five years? I hope it's five years, yeah. So he would, he, would be, yeah. he would be coming off his contract at 29. He has a lot of flexibility. I think he stays, but... We'll see. Anyway, Kawhi left. Any anytime we can talk about player empowerment, that's a good move. So I'm go- thank you to our listener. Kawhi left. Was the listener? Paul I don't George think they were open for empowerment. I think nah, they want. I mean, they want you to reassurance. He's not going anywhere. Hey, hey, hey. they got to talk about player empowerment. And and you know it was a civil talk as opposed to what we did earlier. So. I know, right? Well, who was the listener? Fuck you. Oh, Sarah. Sarah Putnam. <laughs> it was Sarah. Like, like, like she's I said it earlier. Man. I know, but the way you said it, it was Sarah, you know. You shout, know. Shout out to Carl, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Carl Putnam? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Carl. No, you don't know Carl, but like, I don't think he listens, so we don't. <laughs> no one knows from Ticket Bay. Flag that. Oh, Flag sh- Carl. Sh- shout out to Sarah, though. <laughs> Maybe Carl. Oh, so y'all know her. Yeah, it's such a well, I know Carl. I don't know Sarah. Yeah, okay, this has gotten off the rails for me. Anyway, anything else? J Boys, baby. John J people, huh? All right, cool. Because <laughs> we ain't got no Marshall people listening. <laughs> None of my homies here supporting this one. Yeah, she was looking for reassurance. She's she lives in Milwaukee, and then that's like oh, the best thing. I, <laughs> I mean, I did I did my best for you, Sarah. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, nah, that motherfucker's yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he long gone. He been gone. <laughs> gone, 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 gone. <laughs> he, he signed yesterday. <laughs> Speaking of that. No, never mind. We'll talk about that off air. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> There's been a lot of that. We should talk about that off air. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anything else, boys? No, I think we're, we're good. We have the two hour mark. Time, to, time to go away. <laughs> time to go away forever. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be Sorry, back. you can flag and just be like five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> no, motherfucker, I said you're not. <laughs> you just start the pocket off that way. I said you're screaming. <laughs> you're the worst human being ever. <laughs> I'll never know another as bad as you. <laughs> you who I call brother. <laughs> Now have I come to hate you so? Is this what you wanted? <laughs> Let my people go. 
I appreciate that you acknowledge we had crossed two hours, and then you're like, there's still time. I got time today. When I, got, when I get rolling on a, on an inside joke, I like to I like to keep it rolling. Anyway, you gotta flesh it out. For Austin Brazina, yes, guy, you're terrible at that. <laughs> I mean, I acknowledge my name. What more do you want? <laughs> That's me and Poppy Terrell Huff. Indeed. <laughs> oh, he said yes, but fancy. You yeah, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> this is better. <laughs> he makes me feel like he's here. You just make me feel like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Some dude who likes to argue with me. Charles over Draymond, y'all. <laughs> Daniel Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it, Derek. Terrell, did you fucking do it? Oh, no, Terrell, hit me with the outro, baby. We're getting out of here. We get to take your name. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You, you. <laughs> I don't watch. I don't know who I am anymore because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm Dr. Lewis. The third. The third. Oh, of course, he fucks it up. <laughs> Thank you, Terrell. Please hit him with the outro. The weekend to take because the week may end, but sports don't. Bye. Charles, Trevor. Weekend to take. <laughs> <laughs>